to the Split Line Off-Road Podcast. Are you ready to go GMCC Racing? Fans running to the fences, side by side. Boards gets a better line. Oh boy, we got wheel to wheel right here. String. Oh, and Stu Baylor right behind him. Russell going to try to dive bomb down. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Split Line Off-Road Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Rodney Cooper, and with me today, as always... Brandon White here, guys. What is up? And we have a special guest in studio. Devin Masters is here to join us. He is uh, racing the GNCC Series. We just came back from Big Buck. So, Devin, thanks for coming in. We appreciate it. Uh, It's going to be an awesome show tonight, guys. Got a lot to talk about. <laughs> oh, yeah. There was a lot of eventful things that happened over the weekend. So yeah. Yes, it was yeah, a very, very eventful weekend. Uh, episode 65? Yeah, 65. Man, 65. We're growing. Be- before, we, before we get any further, we need to thank our sponsors, Guts Racing. Since 1985, Guts has been in the game in Northern California. Uh, they've been... Um, uh, they have Joel Hetrick, they have Thad Duvall, they have Craig DeLong, right. those guys, best seat covers, best seats. Do right. you run Guts? I actually just got a uh, Guts seat cover because of you guys. Oh, okay. Nice, yeah, nice. Did, they you, have did you use Masters. it this weekend? I didn't get to use oh, it. Oh, okay. I got but, you. He's got a new bike rolling out next oh, weekend, right? Okay, uh, okay. So not, yeah, not to break out any surprises just yet, <laughs> but uh, yeah, he's going to be ready for that with a gut seat cover on. So uh, we're going to be giving away a gut seat cover tonight we as well. We yep, we yeah. have a few guys that kind of tied for the wind over the weekend, so we'll be giving one away. We got Seal Savers. They are the first and original fork saver uh, since for 21 years ago. They've been in business. The ultimate seal protection, ATV, UTV, dirt bike, mountain bike. Uh, you guys know how hard that people are on those yeah. side-by-sides. You know how hard they are on the quads. Right. You know how hard they are on the dirt right. bikes. Save those seals. Right. Uh, save 25% by using the code SPLITLINE with a capital S on their already affordable products. So, yeah, just save. That's yeah. a good, good deal right there. Nobody likes a leaky seal. No, absolutely not. <laughs> and we also have Sunstar Chain and Sprockets. Right. Uh, best chain and sprockets in the in the game. They have, uh, they've manufactured from case-hardened chrome steel for uh, ultimate strength uh they are the yeah. best by far i run them best looking as well they, they last pretty good time yeah they're very good looking yeah I love, good looking. I love the black man i love the black sprocket <laughs> sweet logo look at that sign back yeah, there i love it yeah thank you sunstar for coming on and we have a new sponsor yeah brand new as of today yep. the mountain state hair scramble series is coming on to sponsor the show devin we know that you run a lot of the mountain state races uh we, uh, Brandon, yep. you ran a, a I've series. I've ran a whole series, yeah. Yep, I've ran a whole series. Great, great, group, great of group of people. Richie Nolan and the group over there, they they kill it, and uh, we're excited to have them on board. Going to be bringing you guys a little bit of uh, inter- um, action from those races, talking a little bit about uh, what went on at those races, so we're excited to get that underway. Yeah. Uh, so before we get going too far, we need to talk just a little bit about Supercross. Just a hair. Just a hair. Just a hair. We Did you watch the Supercross show. race this weekend? It, must, it may have been hard for you because it was like as you were coming off the track. Well, they had a big Supercross party at the GNCC. I don't know if he got to go over and check it out or he might have been so, on the road. I drove down 
and my buddy Darian went with me and we went down on Friday. We got there, we slept in the truck all night, raced. And as soon as I was done racing, we uh, got some food in us and headed back home because uh, the kids were missing me and they wanted me home. <laughs> but uh, I didn't watch it Saturday night, but I watched it Sunday morning. Uh, nice. Oh, gotcha. Nice. Good racing. Yeah. Uh, no one spoiled it for you with Chase Sexton, right? Actually, uh, Darian did. Oh, spoil. man. <laughs> Come on, Darian. Can't do that. Yeah, he was, he was like, um, I'm not going to tell you anything about the race, but uh, Chase Sexton definitely wrecked really hard. <laughs> On the, like on, on the, the second last to last lap. lap. On yeah. the last lap. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Jet Lawrence looks like a machine. Yep. Who's uh, faster, Christian I mean, Craig or Jet that's, Lawrence? I'm excited to see that. Mm. I think Jet Lawrence is a uh, smarter racer. Yep. So at 18, I think he is more mature than what Christian Craig is right yep. now. Um, you could even see it in the heat race when Jet went out there and he ran a couple of slower laps, and then he just all of a sudden turned it on and made the passes that he needed to. So. Yeah. Jets. It's yeah. going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting for sure. East-West shootout is going to be fun. To That's watch. what I'm excited about. I'm right. excited about the uh, uh, I'm excited about the East-West shootout. Walker Taylor says Craig has more wall speed. We'll see. I don't know. Whoop speed. Whoops, whoop speed. Definitely whoop speed. Yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> so let's get man. into the uh, fantasy yeah. over on the um, Rocky Mountain side. Brandon, you have that? Oh, you know I do, man. Um, so Rocky Mountain right now, JDMX 050, which is Jeremy DeWitt. We all know him right now. He's leading our league. Okay. Um, Mick Ivory num is number two with B moroda some man there's some weird names coming in here now uh everybody has all these made up I names know, for right? fantasy racer x169 is in fourth ronnie b109 is in fifth jay's in sixth and justin groff 282 and then our current leader that was like leading last week was big ben is back to eighth ah maybe forgot to put this picks and we had some, several people say they forgot to put picks in wow. because of the, the race being so early this week yeah over on the pulp mex side we have back flipping 33 or 336 in first place for the weekend Justin Groff in second place. Hammer, 5-1-2 in third. Marty Seal Savers uh, in fourth. Abby, 8-0-1-2 in fifth. Uh, let's see here. I'm way down there, so we're not going to go that far. Did you have a bad weekend? Not really. Just everybody's scoring like crazy points. I mean, I had a good one. I had all eight in, but who wrecked? Somebody, oh, um, Max Volan, oh, first yeah. lap, got yeah. me one point. I'm yeah. like, come on, dude. <laughs> For the season, Mason Seal Savers, he's staying steady he's staying in first there. place. Uh, Kyler Murray, he's creeping his way up there. Yeah. That was our last year winner. Yeah. Uh, he's in second. Hammer, 5-1-2, is in third. GNCC, 6-2-2-4-3, is in fourth. And Marty Seal Savers is in fifth. So, yeah. yep, you guys got to pick it up. I got to pick it up. <clears throat> gotta Do pick you play, it. Devin? Uh, yeah. So I was doing the Pulp MX one, yeah. and uh, I started off okay. I was, like, top 10, and then I got distracted with working on bikes and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're busy, man. It happens, You're busy. It's, it's crazy. So now for the real. The real. The real fantasy. The real fantasy. The first round of right. split line GNCC fantasy, fantasy was this weekend. We worked our butts off getting it to you guys. and It uh, was a hit. It was a hit. We had 43 people play. Mm -hmm. Um Devin, you swung for the fences and had some some good picks in the ATVs. Your bike team kind of kind of suffered a little I think bit. A lot of people's a bike, lot of people's teams, bike team, except for mine. Uh, yeah, yeah. But uh, <laughs> so this is crap. This is crap. Did you did you see the leaderboard? No. Brandon is in the lead right with here. 189 points. That's right. And in second place, 
Darian Good, your your buddy, with 167 points. Tom Williams. So, so I won the chain, chain of sprockets, right? Mm-mm. No, no. no. <laughs> Darian Darian's getting the chain of sprockets and is actually uh, Darian. Devin's taking it to you, so if it comes up missing, you know who to go look for. That's right. <laughs> Tom Williams, uh, my brother-in-law, the guy that actually built the the spreadsheet to right. help us figure this thing out a little bit easier. Yeah. He's in third place. Uh-huh. Uh, so yeah. He knows it's, how those formulas work. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> and I don't. It, it's a hit. It's yeah. a hit. So right. so uh, speaking of that, the uh, the new. Uh, handicaps will be out Saturday. Mm-hmm. So we'll be doing that. And then after Saturday, you guys are open to pick your picks again. Right. Um, if I could ask, please, this time, put round two or right. just two above your picks. That way we can kind of identify. No confusion. no confusion. and or no um, arguments. Yeah, no arguments. Yeah, we we, are, we already had one sour, yeah, and one sour you, apple that I won, you know. One sour apple. Oh, yeah. One sour <laughs> apple. Groff. <laughs> no names. No names. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and if you guys haven't played before and you want to get in on it, just all you have to do is message us either Instagram or Facebook, your team picks. You can message us uh, three ATV picks and three bike picks. Yes. We're going to put the list out. As Devin did this past weekend, you can pick off of that top 20 list mm-hmm. and uh, um, uh, they will automatically be a 22 handicap. Right. I would yep. just like to uh, point out that Stephen Harrell, he got me a bunch of points. He did. Stephen was the top scorer for the uh, ATVs, yes. and I, I I tagged him in a post, and he was like, I didn't even know there was a, uh, a, a fantasy. fantasy. That's awesome. <laughs> so does that mean he's going to play round two? Yeah. I hope so. Hopefully. Hopefully. Stephen, you if what, you're we've, listening. We've had a lot of people that are like, oh, man, how do we sign up for this? And we're yeah. like, well, you know, we really wasn't trying to get it out too much because we thought we were going to have to hand write everything now that we have it as a spreadsheet it's a little bit easier so you guys are free to sign up we're excited to uh and our plan's working with it because there's bike guys that are like dude i don't can we just put a bike one in i don't know too much about the quad sure and you're only gonna get half points at most and then there's quad guys (laughs) are like i don't know nothing about the bikes like like this is our plan like bring everybody together play a good game of fantasy so yeah so it's it's fun it's a lot of fun fun. hey so we also did kind of another fantasy this weekend uh, that we always do. It's the Guts Racing seat cover. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so... Um, later in the show, Devin's going to uh, pick a number. Later in the show. You want to do it now? No, do it late in the show. They have to stay around and listen. Okay, later in the show. <laughs> Don't forget. You yeah. guys can't forget. Don't if we forget. start forgetting, remind us. Right. Yeah, so Brandon decided to do it later. That's later out of order. So, I, I mean... <laughs> listen, I told you I wasn't following that order thing. You got hey, going. so since we gave the free uh, Sunstar Chain and Sprockets away mm-hmm. um, this weekend, next weekend, uh, remember how RJ Brandenburg was in? Yeah. We're going to give away the T-shirt, I believe he said he wanted to give away. I think so. We're going to give away a RG, um, almost heaven. RG Almost Heaven T-shirt to the winner mm-hmm. of uh, round two. I know of sounds the, cool as a chain and sprocket kit. But well, we, we got to mix it up. <laughs> we, we got to. We got to save those. T-shirt, chain and sprocket kit. I mean, <laughs> they can't all be gold. Right. They can't all be gold. They can't, <laughs> we, we decided for the first one, it needed to be a big prize. Right. Yeah, for our first inaugural uh, inaugural <laughs> game. Thing. Yeah, so, uh, and then next week, we're going to be having a new game, and I've not told Devin about this. Oh, no, not yet. The new game, Seal Savers is going to be, it's going to be brought to you by Seal Savers, so, um, this new game, I don't know the name of you. I've been thinking of a name. What was it? What did you call it? Like Guess Who Moto Moto Edition? Is that is that what? Yeah, we Guess mean? Who Moto Edition, something like that. So what it is is, we are going to have, and you guys can enter this as of right now if you right. want to. If you want to email it or. Instagram, I guess. How about Instagram? You can do Instagram. Instagram or Facebook Messenger. Mm -hmm. Uh, Send us a picture of you (laughs) without the bike, 
or that your you gear. race. Or you can wear you can gear, do gear if, you want, if, you, want. if you want, but you can't have your bike in it. So send us a picture of you and my wife is going to come in studio okay. and there's, we're going to pick five of you out of all the people that send pictures. We're going to pick five of you. My wife is going to come in studio and she is going to try to match what you race and what class you race <laughs> just by looking at you. Right. It's so hard. it's going to be interesting. So that's going to be tough. Yeah. So you, so what you do is you send a picture of yourself in and then you send, you send whether you ride an ATV or a dirt bike and then you send what class you run. Right. And then, and then she will, she will pick, she right. has an, she'll have multiple choice in it. And if she gets all five, right, then we'll do a drawing. I mean, have you ever done that? Like kind of like uh, judge a book by its cover kind of like, yeah, I'm terrible at it. Right. But, uh, <laughs> I think for me, it'd be kind of weird because people know what I ride. Cause I'm like the last guy on this side of the Mississippi that even owns those. So, <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So you can't, no, she's, she's not going to, okay. So she's not going to pick like the brand or anything. Right. Yeah. She's just going to see your face. Yeah. She's or she'll a see face. Your face. face. And she's going to be like, well, Devin might run, he, I don't know. Like bike C, like uh, a bike in B and C class. Yeah. So if, yeah, don't you know get your I mean. feelings hurt either guys. If she, right. if he says that you're you know. like a C class rider, you know. well, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. There's something, there's something different. No, yeah, it'll be fun. Hey, I forgot to mention the guests that are coming on tonight. Oh man. Yeah. No Huge. One, no one cares for here's all we need. Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> so we have Bryson Neal. The round one big buck winner for GNCC. He'll be on here in probably about 15 minutes. We'll okay. be talking to him. And then we're going to have Mike Witikowski on, yeah. uh, XC2 bike winner. Right. So uh, star-studded show. Yeah. Uh, Devin's kind of outshining them. Yeah, just but, a little uh, bit. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I mean, I am here in person. so That's right. Yeah. You count more. Exactly. Absolutely. <laughs> In-studio guests are always the best. Right. And Devin, um, you're not running Seal Saver, so we're going to be sending you home tonight with some Seal Saver. So uh, that way you don't get sand and those springers next weekend down in uh down in florida yeah we all know how that sand is it's hard <laughs> yeah. on everything yeah it so we, we thought we would try to help you out with a little bit of bike maintenance and send you home with some uh some seal savers so that, well, that, that, that's that, a thanks guys. for coming in <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah so we should uh, make make them do like a something funny for those thing you know what i mean like like a game he's gonna, yeah he's gonna i didn't think of anything geez. if you can think of anything before we're done maybe, <laughs> geez, <Sydney. laughs> whatever you got whatever yeah. you got <laughs> so uh, uh let's get back let's get into the gncc yeah. this weekend so first and foremost guess who got name dropped on the racer tv broadcast um everybody but us no I'm joking <laughs> mikey waynes yeah, talked about him. talked about split line off-road in the racer tv broadcast if you caught that like i did Proud, <laughs> proud moment. Proud. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. So uh, thank you, Mikey Waynes, for yeah. doing that. Um, did anybody see Between the Arrows yet? The new YouTube series that they're doing this year? Yeah, I just watched it, actually. It's actually I, awesome. I yeah. thought it was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. A little bit of behind-the-scenes stuff. Uh, you, get to, you get to hear from the guys and uh, a little bit more than just the highlight reel that right. they did last year. I like how they split that up like between bikes and quad. Like they did one for bikes, one for quads. So that was pretty neat. Yeah. Yeah, so it was it was a lot of fun. Um, a few takeaways from this weekend before we get started into the uh, into the uh, overalls. Yeah, what kind of takeaways? I mean, like it was it was a sad weekend. The, well, man, the quad race was amazing. The quad race was crazy. Um, as I was watching, it was like top five was there, like all race. And then um, shout out to Stu Baylor, Thad Duvall. Uh, was it Le Lane, Lane, Michael? Lane Michael and was it Drape? Uh, not um, Johnny, G. Johnny, Johnny G. Johnny G. Yes. Shout out to you guys. Hopefully you guys heal up. Johnny G and, and Thad, both pelvises injuries. Yeah. Uh, gosh, that's got to be terrible. Mm -hmm. um, Stu with the with the broken Stu, neck and the, and the wrist. Like, I'll be back in a couple of weeks. I'm like, 
I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if that's before he knew his Stu, neck. Though. Knowing <laughs> Stu. Immediately after saying that, they did another story right after that. And he goes, disregard the last one. I'm not going to be back for Florida. Right. Yeah. But, but you think he might be back for Georgia? Oh, man. I, broke I know there's only one week in between, though. He's Oof. pretty tough. I'm, He's a pretty tough guy. I, mean, I would Jeffrey, say. I mean, Jeffrey Hurling's road uh, MXGP. That was with a broken bro- collarbone. I thought it was a broken shoulder blade. No, or, collarbone. I was believe. it a collarbone? Collarbone. I mean, that's still pretty. Painful, but you don't even need a collarbone. It's a, it's a, Really? <laughs> I mean, that's Stu's the, road with, like, broken wrist, holes in his side. Yeah. I mean. Gator teeth in the, his arms. Yeah, getting bit by gators. <laughs> like, I, I think he can handle it. Handle a broken neck, yeah. I love it. If Dave, he does, man, that's awesome. David Taylor says, got a set of coil savers coming. Thanks for to hearing about or thanks to hearing about it from you guys. Awesome. David, we appreciate that. Yes. Appreciate that love and support, man. So uh, let's get into the overalls throughout the uh, entire GNCC weekend. So we're just gonna run through the top three podiums okay. um, of all the pro classes, and then we're gonna get into uh, talking about, about Devin's, Devin's race. race yep. yep, absolutely. So uh, over in the ATV four by four class, Hayden Mickelson right. took first. Place now. Hayden was a ATV Pro um, uh, motocross rider, uh, if, if I'm not mistaken, right? I think that's right. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like that two is, years that, ago, that's I, correct. I thought he was. Yeah, yeah for Phoenix. So. Yep, for yeah. Phoenix. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, So it's cool to see him over here. And I know he ran XC2 last year, I believe. Uh, I think that might have been his brother. Okay. okay. Yeah, those Mickelsons. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so uh, Landon Wolf finished second. Yeah. I actually saw an in between the lines that Hayden actually passed Landon on the last lap. Wow. So, must have been a good race. There's been a lot of that. A lot this of good year. race. And then Brandon Frazier, uh, highly touted uh, uh, championship contender this year, he finished third. Wow. So, I heard. Um, by looking at Instagram, that Landon may not be running the full series this year. Oh, really? Yeah, so. Apparently, he is not running the full series, but after the race he just had, we'll see. Yeah, right. <laughs> maybe he'll change his mind. I don't know. Right. Yeah, it's always hard. Like, you uh, can't. He did have a kid. So he maybe, did have maybe, a kid. Maybe that's yeah. part of it. I'm not sure. Yeah. But. I mean, it's. He's too, he's too good and young to retire, though, right? <laughs> uh, over in the the uh, women's women's side of the uh, pro women, uh, Hannah Hunter took first place. Jessica Eloff took second place, and Tracy Pickens took third. Yeah. Tracy Pickens is forty six years old, right? And is flying out there. Yeah, I don't want to race her. No, I don't. I don't. So she's doing pretty good, and uh, Jessica was actually like really far back when they came through on the first lap and she came from a good ways back to get to where she was so that was a pretty good ride yeah and uh hannah i mean she pretty much managed the race from the beginning yeah and rode it in so yeah Yeah. she's Doing pretty good. Where, where Kate Osborne finished? Is she, she coming fourth? Fourth, just, okay. Just off the podium. Off. Yep. Okay. Yep. So over in the uh, PMs on the uh, um, the XC two row. Um, or wait, hang on a second. Let me see here. You skipped too far ahead. Nope, here we are. Yeah, <laughs> sorry about that. Jay Shadron uh, finished yeah. first place. Our, our buddy down the road, Brandon Owens, finished second, and Wyatt Wilkins finished third. Uh, how about how about uh, Jay just kind of like revamping his career? Uh, last year coming in the um, – actually ran in your class with you, and uh, uh, then coming – and then from what I heard this weekend, I didn't know this, but he had never ran an XC2 race until this week. Yeah, he went right to XC1. He went right to XC1, so. He did. He won the uh, top amateur and then went straight to XC1 and skipped XC2. But, I mean, his first year in XC1, he was putting in some solid rides. So, yeah. he's, uh, 
He's definitely a beast. Yeah, yeah he's definitely yeah. a beast. And and from what I heard, like it, it seemed like he he really wasn't having fun in the XC right. one class. And then he kind of left the uh, left the entire sport for a year, I guess. And mm -hmm. then uh, you know he's coming back trying to put the fun back into it. And then next year going to go for an XC one uh, run, which obviously you know I think he finished like seven or eighth overall. Yeah. yeah. If you guys picked him on fantasy, you did a good job. Right. Uh, so. Um, <laughs> And then Brandon Owens, um, yeah. I talked to him actually after the race, and he was talking about how good he's feeling this year. I'm excited to see him back in XC2 because yeah. there was rumors that he might go to XC1 this year. But I feel like he's a real championship contender this year in XC2. In XC yeah, I think that class is going to be pretty packed full of talent, and uh, it's definitely going to go down to the wire, I believe. But not to go back to Jay, but did anybody see what his helmet is? No, I didn't, I didn't catch it. It's painted like a Louis Vuitton bag. Oh, oh really? <laughs> That's hilarious. It's, I don't know if he has a girlfriend or a wife, but she probably had her hands in that. Yeah, may have. Yeah, I think he actually got engaged I noticed before it the different. season started. Oh, okay. oh yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then in the pro class, uh, obviously Bryson, Neil, Walker, Fowler, and Jared McClure uh, were your top three. We will be touching on that race here soon. Uh, just a barn burner. Yeah. I love watching that on Racer TV. Yeah. Um, if you've not got to watch it on Racer TV yet, because I know that uh, you were in at when, least watch the last two laps. <laughs> so when I came home, I actually watched the racer TV because I always try to study what those guys are doing. Yeah. So I can try to improve Smart what man. I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> do you hate that they took away the GoPro cameras on the helmet? I do because I was watching like Bryson Neal videos and Adam McGill videos yeah. all the time. Oh, yeah. And I'd yeah. be like, man, that was a good line. Yeah. I always watched them as well. And, yeah. and it's, it's really cool to see, um, you know, the best do it. And right. then like, it's kind of like, I always compared it to whenever you, you see like a baseball player at, you know, in the batter circle, getting ready to bat with the weights on. Yeah. And then you can step up to the plate without the uh, without the weights. That's kind of like me stepping up to the plate without the speed. <laughs> right. Yeah. So over on the bikes, uh, the Rachel Archer won um, the XC1 Women's. Gosh, dog over there. <laughs> XC1 Women's. She won. Uh, Taylor Jones finished second, and Corey Steed finished third. So congratulations to those women. Uh, Rachel Archer, friend of the show. Yeah. Uh, we'll have to get her back on here soon and, and talk to her. Uh, she's a real championship contender this year. Went down to the wire last year for the championship, and she basically picked up where she left off. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> and then the XC, XC2, uh, Mike Wachowski, we'll be talking to him here in yep. just a little bit. He finished first. Lyndon Snodgrass finished second. Um, and then Ryder Lafferty finished third. So uh, congratulations to those guys. And then on the, the uh, big bike class, Ben Kelly, yeah. Josh Strang, and Jordan Ashburn. Man, yeah. I tell you what, we'll talk about the bikes here in just a little bit, but um, – I'm impressed with all three of those guys. Right. Ben Kelly came out with a point to prove right. this weekend. Yeah, I mean, um, um, Stu wasn't even – I don't think was even close to him. No, I, even I'm, if Stu would have caught up to second because right. Stu was battling for second whenever he went right. down, um, I don't think Stu could have caught Ben. Ben was on a mission to prove a point yeah. this weekend, and he he proved it. He uh, he jumped out front uh, with, jo uh, with Toth mm -hmm. um, quick and early in the lead and never looked back. So yeah. that was a good race by him. Um, how about Josh Strang? Yeah. Yeah, I, I – I think he. I think he's a guy that has a point to sneaky prove. Sneaky title last year. contender. Yeah. No, I mean not even really sneaky because like everybody didn't really talk about him much going into the preseason because of last year. Yeah. Uh, but we talked him on the show and uh, he's feeling good. He's training a lot of a lot of Australian talent mm -hmm. um, this year. So I'm young, sure young those youngsters keeping them, are keeping keep, him young. keeping him honest, right? Uh, and then Ashburn just being Ashburn, right? Right. Yep. Ashburn just just quietly riding in into a third place finish. I'm telling you now. I'm marking it right now. Ashburn's going to win a couple races this oh, yeah. year. Oh, yeah. I think so. I already called him for this weekend, but it didn't happen. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm going to say at the end of the season, 
Ashburn is there for the championship. Oh, yeah. I think he's tired of people, like, looking over him all the time because (laughs) he's always on the podium. And then somehow when it comes down to the talk for the championship, they're like, oh, yeah, it's uh, Ben Kelly, Mm -hmm. Stu Baylor, Josh Strang. Like, they just kind of, like, skip over him. (laughs) So I I think at the end of the season, he's got something to prove this year. And when we start getting to more technical tracks, because he's a hard and dover guy also, he's going to start shining. Yeah, Yeah, I agree. I agree. So let's talk about your race real quick. Uh, You ended up uh, finishing fifth this weekend. Um, uh, Talk to us a little bit about, you know, the the big buck, the track itself, and uh, how your race went. Yeah, so uh, off the start, I was like 10th into the woods. and uh, But before we talk about the start, so my national bike was not finished for uh-huh. this race. So I ran my practice bike, which is pretty rough, and it had stock shocks on it. And uh, we were just going for points and seat time because we needed it. Right. And we got down there and uh, took off. I was 10th into the woods, and when we came around on the first lap, I would managed to go from 10th to 1st. And I was like, oh, man, this is awesome. And then uh, as the race went on, believe it or not, stock suspension, if they've not been serviced since 2006, you should probably get them serviced because they got hot. They started getting pretty springy and spongy. And uh, it just started beating me from there. But, uh, no, the the track was nice. I liked the track. I think there was a good mix. There was – it seemed like half the track was more open and then half the track was a little tighter and a little more technical. Mm-hmm. Um, there wasn't as many fields this year, which I'm okay with. I don't really like doing the wide open stuff, but <laughs> yeah. I'll do it because I have to. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, I, I think the track was good. I think they did a great job with it. I'm excited to see what they do when we go back. I know everybody is saying stuff about how like some people don't like going back twice. But yeah. Right. I think they do a great job when we go back to these places twice, and uh, we'll we'll see where it goes from there. But as uh as far as finishing out the race i was uh i was first i dropped back to third and then uh i got to a point where i was like "Ah, i'm not going to take myself out i still got the rest of the season we got good points right now Mm -hmm. and uh i rode in for fifth place so i was happy with that on the bike i was running and uh you know here in a couple weeks we'll be on the good stuff so we'll we'll see where (laughs) that puts us so that goes how do you feel do you like florida do you like the sand yeah i like running in the whoops really good really so I think I should be okay there. Mm. I know Florida is pretty much like a 13-mile whoop section. So so we'll see. But uh, we're running custom axis suspension this year. So uh, I think Micah's going to have us tuned in pretty good. And he's actually going to work with me a little bit right before the race, try to get everything tuned in to where he thinks it needs to be. But uh, we'll see where it goes. Yeah. So Uh, You're going to stay away from those uh, big – was it like, I don't want to say swamp, but where that guy took the four by four? Swamp. I would, swamp. I would call it swamp. Yeah, I call it swamp. I don't know. I mean, I think he had the best strategy. If yeah. you just go fast <laughs> enough, you don't have to worry about it, then you're fine. But right. if no, you do uh, it, make sure you do what he did and tell people to get your cameras out and ready for when I come through. Yeah. So what I told people was, since I'm not that fast and I need to pick up the pace a little more, <laughs> I said, uh, anywhere that I need people, I said, go to the mud hole. And I want, like, five people through there to make sure I don't get stuck. <laughs> I said, find all of the spots, stand right in the center, and as I come through, you can just step out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so uh, how's the training going? Are you, I mean, are you able to train much? I know that you work and you got kids and family and you're traveling to these races. Uh, it, it's a lot, man, I'm sure. Uh, it is a lot. We, uh, we try to manage it as good as we can. Um, we've been training. We've been doing stuff like that. Uh, now that I have two bikes, which I've never had two bikes together at the same time, I'll actually be able to start practicing and getting some actual seat time at home instead of just going race to race. So I'm pretty excited about that. 
but uh, it definitely keeps us busy when we don't have time to do anything in between. <laughs> it's like one thing to the next, next thing, thing to the next thing. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you, you just keep moving. And as you've done it long enough, you just get with the routine and, and you know what you need to do. So we'll, uh, we'll see where it goes. It would be nice if we had a little more free time to do stuff, but that's uh, not an option right now. So, <laughs> yeah. so we'll make it work. And I'm sure like the, the rough Florida stuff, that's, I mean, you got to have fitness for that. Yeah. Uh, those sure. whoop sections, they take a beating on you, I'm sure. So, uh, you know, if that's where you're strong, I'm, I'm sure that's why you love love the sand. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, really, I just like riding my four-wheelers. So when it comes to training and stuff like that, I do it. But uh, at the end of the day, as long as I'm having fun, that's all that matters. But, uh, you know, the main goal is to get to a point where we can start moving forward. Yeah. So we'll probably run Junior A this year. And then, uh, you know, we, we kind of got a few-year plan on where we want to be in a few years. Um, we'll run Junior A, finish out the year this season, and try to win the championship there and uh, see where it goes. It's going to be a tough one, though, because there, there's a lot of fast guys in that class. Oh, yeah. So it's, uh, it's not going to be easy, but we're going to try to do it. And then I would say next year we'll go XC2. And then uh, depending on where we're at in that class, um, maybe give it a run in XC1. Yeah. Whether, just whether a, I'm ready or not. Right. Hey, hey. Just, uh, might as well, right? You only live once, man. <laughs> hey, uh, uh, Adam Kane wants to know um, if you're still running the, the LTR, which, yes, you are still running the LTR this weekend. Is that your race bike as well? So I am running LTR still. My practice bike is an LTR. My race bike is an LTR at the moment. Um, we do possibly have some things in the works that uh, maybe you'll see me on something different eventually. Yeah. But we don't want to make that switch until we know we're 100% ready to do something. Um, I do have some Yamahas that I have access to to ride them and make adjustments to them and try them out. I know that's where everybody's pushing me to go. <laughs> Yamaha's the mm -hmm. only people left making stuff. So, yeah. so in the future, we'll probably have to switch to them. Um, but at this point, we're not ready to do it. And I don't want to switch without making sure that I know I can run the speed that I need to on a Yamaha. Yeah. 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 Okay. That's yeah, cool. That's good. Hey, Brandon, yeah. before we get excited about getting our guest on mm -hmm. and uh, get through that, we don't want to forget. You want to give away that Guts Racing seat cover? Uh, I guess so. All right. Let's give away All the right, Guts Devin, Racing seat I got a list here. All right, guys. Here it goes. You got to pick one through nine. And whoever you pick so is going to get a gut seat cover. What happened was is I think four people picked picked the right uh, second place finish of the oh. ATVs and five people picked something only, like that only two people picked string okay only two and people. everybody else picked Fowler okay okay so so, so nobody nobody picked both if somebody would pick both it'd have been that winner right but uh, since nobody picked both we got we got to do a drawing so Devin one through nine all right so Bryson Neal's coming on to the show so it seems fitting that we do something that involves his numbers so let's go with two number two uh, is, do we have a drum roll? No, I don't think we do. <laughs> there we go. Uh, it is uh, Cameron underscore sports 87. Cameron, make sure you message us on Instagram or Facebook and let us know that you won and uh, give us your address and, and uh, well, actually give us your information and we'll, we'll get guts a hold of you. And you got a seat cover, man. It's awesome. Seat That's cover. an awesome prize for sure. So you guys ready to get Bryson Neal on the line? Yeah, let's get him on. Let's get him on. Why talk not? about... Uh, Man, he's got a lot to talk about, I'm he sure. Does. He does. Just curious to see what he has to say. How was the track? Did it break down a lot? It didn't really break down that much. Um, once we got to a certain point, it, it pretty much stayed the same. But, mm -hmm. you know, it got rutted. It got roots and stuff. Um, most of the stuff that you got into was, like, you get bump steer a lot because mm. there would just be, like, a little root sticking out of the ground or something and just yank your hands. <laughs> oh, nice, nice, <laughs> nice. 
Yeah, I was always curious how that how that broke down. Yeah, but most of it held up really nice. It was pretty hard. Um, I would, it's been pretty dry down there, so mm-hmm. it wasn't Hello? bad. Bison. Hey, what's going on, guys? How's it going, man? <laughs> uh, thanks for coming on the show, buddy. Congratulations. Thanks for having me again, guys. It's been far too long since we talked, and, and I appreciate it. Thank yeah, you. Absolutely. Uh, I don't know if you know, we have uh, Devin Masters in studio with us, so he's going to help us uh, talk to you and break this uh, break this awesome comeback story down a little bit. Yeah. Hey, what's up, Devin? How you doing, man? Not too bad. How are you doing? Just good, man. Just finished up with some dinner and sitting here talking to you guys now. <laughs> Pretty pretty nice evening. Yeah, absolutely. Hey awesome. man, how was the four for four? That's what I first question I want to know. <laughs> well, I got sad news, guys. I uh, I cheated on Wendy's and I I uh, went out with Chick Fil A. Oh I, man! Uh, All right. Chicken, a deluxe chicken sandwich, a large fry, the rest of my girlfriend's French fries, <laughs> and then a payday out of my dad's cho- or out of my dad's pocket he had. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I was starving. <laughs> oh, I'm sure, man. Yeah, congratulations, dude. Uh, dude, super pumped for you. Uh, such a comeback story. I mean, it's been eight months since you were on the bike um, uh, when we last saw you at the John Penton when you had the accident. Um, and it was a quiet eight months from you. <clears throat> Every once in a while, we would kind of get an update on Instagram to see how you know you were doing with the recovery and then the uh the process of of getting back getting yourself back into shape getting the knee in shape and um man it's good to see you back uh sporting the beard uh take us through a little bit of of the whole process from the john penton until now yeah yeah i know some people said i was a little quiet you know my, my friend josh Merritt. he said he said what's up b neil the, the ghost and i was like whoa <laughs> I ain't that quiet now, but <laughs> I guess I was a little bit too quiet, and uh, it wasn't on purpose by no means. You know, I just uh, stick to myself, do do what I can, and, uh, you know, I am kind of went through a little hiatus from social media and was just enjoying, like, life with family, you know, hanging out summertime and uh, doing my stretches, my workouts, and and uh, my girlfriend and me, we's putting in um, a place we're living in now, and and all that work and um, just uh, just soaking up a lot of that stuff because I knew that once I got back to the season, you know, looking around, all that stuff goes away because there's no time for it. And um, right after I got hurt, you know, I got surgery a week later, which is great, you know, because looking back now, I guess when I got hurt, it, it technically was a really good time to get hurt because I had – you know, the whole rest of the year to recover. You know, some people are put into a situation where they get hurt in October or, you know, mid-season, and they got a date to get back. They got three months, four months, five months. You know, it it gets tight on them. And it was so nice in a way to go through this whole process and not be rushed. And um, I was fortunate enough to, you know, meet Ben Greenwood from Australia and um, Miles Brazil, Stu Baylor put me in connection uh, with them. Uh, ben is who uh, trained and rehabbed and uh, coached Stu through his entire uh, total knee replacement he had during the COVID lockdown in 2020. Mm-hmm. And then I, you know, everyone knows Stu's story, how he came out the last five rounds and, and uh, he was just a man on a mission, just killed it. And um, man, I, I was so fortunate to meet Ben um, because, you know, 
if I would have went the hospital route and just did, you know, their physical therapy, you know, not, not saying anything bad, but, um, the information and, um, the expertise and advancement just wasn't there. Um, it's kind of like the doctor told me he didn't want me doing any squats whatsoever, even my body weight until, I, I mean, three months after surgery. Yeah, at least. And Ben had me, uh, six weeks after surgery doing, um, body weight box squats, you know, it's mm-hmm. just, there's, there's such a different level of information and advancement on the workouts. And, um, if I would have never met Ben and then later miles in um, November, then there's no shot. I would have been able to get back and be this strong and be able to do this good this early on. So I, I'm just really thankful to be honest. Yeah. I mean, dude, talking about workouts, uh, a couple of those uh, stories that you put in <laughs> this dead li- those legs looking good man this looking good <laughs> i i ain't gonna lie guys i've uh i tried to put on size you know uh whenever i got hurt i was skin and bone that was probably the skinniest i ever was since i was like 16 years old i was like 185 and um i just felt just so like people around me you know the, my girlfriend my mom you know family and people it was all making comments like, man, be Neil, like, you need to eat. <laughs> like, <laughs> I am eating, but, you know, I was getting skinny. So um, I tried like hell to put on size and get my strength back. And um, I got all the way up to 210. So I went from basically 185, 190 was like my fluctuating weight. And I ate and ate and trained. And, you know, it, it was a long time from last night till now. And I got up to almost 210. Was it bulky? Yeah, but, you know, I was able to get back a lot of my strength and um, get back a lot of size, and then um, I was cutting down, you know, all January and February trying to lose the weight, and uh, it uh, it definitely, I think it helped me for sure. Um, you know, when I first got back riding, there was some arm pump and there was some, some tightness from, uh, you know, getting that strength back, but... Uh, Right now, where I sit now, I uh, I feel really good, feel healthy, eating full meals. I'm happy. So, <laughs> eating some baconators, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh man, baconator. That was my first true love out of high school. Yeah, I, yeah. I remember you saying that. And and uh, go straight to Wendy's as soon as I got out of school. Get me a baconator, and then I'd go for a run or do whatever the hell I did when I, when I was sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> So carrying that the more muscle and more weight on the bike uh, right now, do you does it make you feel different riding? Do you feel like you're able to manipulate the bike more, or uh, how does that differ from from last year's where you said you were you were the skinniest you've ever been? Yeah, when I was the skinniest I ever was, you know, my speed like definitely I was ripping and uh, my speed was there, but I just felt like it felt like I was just weak in general. I just felt like you know it push-ups, pull-ups, I mean, anything like that, just life in general. I just felt like I just was too, for my height and my size, I just felt like I was just too skinny. And um, it it wasn't more or less for a racing standpoint. I was trying to get my strength back more. It was more just for, you know, um, a peace of mind, you know, because I'd never gotten down that low. And um, I was just like, man, let me try the opposite end of the spectrum. Let's try to get the weight up and let's see how we feel. And, um, it, I technically, I guess I took a gamble looking back on it now, but you know, I, uh, so I feel good and I just feel healthy. You know, that's mm-hmm. more, it's more about just me feeling healthy, not, a, not so much 
you know, advantage or disadvantage on the bike. Right. I mean, uh, I mean, sometimes some, some people do better. Like Stu, I mean, everybody's like, I mean, Stu doesn't look like he's in shape, but he's, I mean, he, he hauls butt out there on that bike and, you know, he's a big guy. So, I mean, some people carry weight a little bit better than others. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I think the, yep. uh, the looks aren't really what it's about. We're trying to be performance athletes, not, you know, sculptures. So. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're all here to do a job. That's yeah, right. when when Bryson showed up to round one, I'm sure he just looked like, look with the beard and, and the bulkiness, just looked like he just went into a cave <laughs> for eight months with like rocks and well, just just did deadlifts and. and what, what was that comedian's name that showed up? The one GNCC. What's what's his name? Oh, Ginger Billy. Ginger, Ginger Billy. Billy. He was yeah. actually there over the weekend. Oh, was it? Billy. <laughs> That's awesome. I tell you what, if you ask a couple of people, they probably would agree with that. That uh, I was looking like a caveman or something. Especially <laughs> Ken, Ken did not like the beard at all. Ken told me how he thought about it, and I respect Ken. He did not vibe with the beard. <laughs> As you can see, two of the three of us here are beard men. Yeah, I'm, and, I, I keep a, a little bit, but I don't. I don't. I don't run it yeah. that much. <laughs> uh, Bryson, I, I say, I say, keep the beard. Keep the beard. <laughs> Definitely, for sure, keep well, the beard. It all started kind of like as a, as a joke with my friend Pat. You know, he was here at the the Burr Oak GCC. He came to my house and spent the night before, and um, you know, he's just hanging out in the shop and and. Uh, but he's talking, and he's like, he's like, man, I was like, Pat, you've always had that beard. I've never seen you without it. And he's like, I've never seen you with one. I was like, well, I tell you what, I said, how about I grow it? I said, and we'll keep it. If I can get mine as big as yours, I said, we'll keep it until we win a race back. And that was kind of like a little, a little bet between us, you know. Pat, he he builds my engines, and and uh, he's my best friend, and uh, it, it just kind of started out as a joke, and. Uh, I don't know. Now it's fifty-fifty. You know, I I I ain't gonna lie to you guys. Like it's Ken Hill and my mom, and there's a lot of a whole slew of other people who've made their comments they don't like it. And there's other people like you guys who appreciate the beard. So I'm torn. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I think you need to but treat I it like it. I think you need to treat it like no shave November. You, you don't shave that thing until you lose again. I mean, that's this way. I, that's the way I look at it. <laughs> I say keep it all season. Now. <laughs> I say keep it all season. <laughs> he already said no shaving yeah. until he wins, but he made short work of that one. So. Right. <laughs> uh, so do you want to talk to us a little bit about um, how you got back with your old team, kind of, and, and all that, how that all came about? Yeah, well, um, it actually was really easy. You know, Chris Landers and um, myself, my dad, Drew Landers, and uh, Chase, we all go way back. You know, we, we've known each other and hang out since 2015. And uh, Drew and me, we started out, um, we lived down at the Coastal Racing House in 2016, 17, and it was two or three years in a row that we lived down there all winter and uh, stayed together, and we just became great friends. You know, Chris was always popping in and out, coming to see us when he could, and, you know, we, we always was friends. And then in 2019, Chris started uh, his Land Mills XC team. And um, he asked me to, you know, be a part of it. Drew was racing XC2 at the time, and um, I was in XC1. And, um, you know, Chris put together a, a, a great deal. You know, it was a great-looking setup with, with pits, with uh, the tents, with the trash cans, the boxes, the posters. I mean, he had people taking photos. He, he did a really nice job. 
Um, and then the next year, you know, Drew and them, they, they went through changes. They, they met, uh, Mark Notman and he started mechanic and forum. And then I went another route. So we kind of grew apart right there, but we've always was still friends. And then Chris went this whole other chapter where, you know, he got into, um, becoming a, a part of the races and, you know, having a dirt bike team and, uh, being a force, you know, and, and, and stacking, you know, a pretty heavy handed dirt bike team in, in my opinion um i mean they they got top guys and and i think all kinds of a divisions they got this year they got jordan ashburn got x2 jack edmondson they got x3 um they got chase in the a class i mean they got a youth ride i mean they they got some some really good riders and um chris has just super impressed me you know he's uh put together a wonderful deal uh, you know that guy he's 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 so creative and he's so imaginative and he's just got he puts his own special look on things and um he's really hard working and um man i'm just over the moon you know it, he called me um i think late september early october and we pretty well already knew that we was going to do this together this year but um uh, we waited until you know about december or so to to announce it but um, it was just super easy. You know, we're all great friends. We all get along. We all kind of think alike and um, kind of run our programs the same way. And, um, you know, seeing that, you know, we our very first race together, we was able to go out and get a win. And then on the dirt bike side, they had a, a very strong day as well. It was just a overall great performance for uh, the Magna One Motorsports team. So um, I'm, I'm pumped to be a part of it. And uh, Chris has really got something special going on. So, uh, quick question, Bryson. I'm an ATV guy just like you, but uh, do you think it made it easier for him to do the ATV stuff with you this year by taking the time to build the dirt bike side of the team? Um, yes, I, I, I would say so. But uh, Chris and me, you know, we we have the main core sponsors that they like. You know, we have Moose and Alpine Star, Parts Unlimited. You know, we, we ran a lot of the same core ingredients. But it was easy for us to, um, you know, coincide together because, you know, their dirt bike sponsors, a lot of them like A-arms and, and shock companies and things like that, they don't carry over. Mm-hmm. So, you know, everything that I had in place that the people that I use, the, the, the you know, core ingredients to my program, the things the people that I've always used and, and worked with, you know, nothing had to change because, um the, the dirt bikes, the sponsors, they didn't carry over. And, um, I was able to keep all my, my same, you know, sponsors. And, um, that, that made it so easy. You know what I mean? So it, we kind of, it's kind of a little bit of a hybrid where the main, you know, top, top five sponsors are the same. And then I'm able to have my own pool with their sponsors and kind of coexist with the team. And, um, it's just, it's been a really easy mesh. Yeah. To be honest. Speaking of sponsors, I mean, we got someone in similar to Sunstar now. Sunstar is one of our sponsors. Common, common sponsor. That's right. <laughs> oh, oh, you, are you guys sponsored by Sunstar? Yes, yeah, we yeah, are. The, sh- yes. the show is. Yep. Nice. Yeah, Cooper. Doug and Justin, and them, they're they're so great. They yeah, are. Doug's, they are. Are. Doug's actually watching right now. Yeah. <laughs> Doug is. What's up, Doug? <laughs> I I want to. I'm waiting on Doug to make it out to our race this year, so I can uh, cut it up and, and hang out with him at the race, man. Nice. So, yeah. Doug, 
What's up, man? <laughs> we actually, and Bryson, I don't know if you've no, noticed this on Instagram or not yet, but we, uh, Brandon and I started a uh, um, a fantasy game for GNCC, and we gave a Sunstar Chain and Sprocket kit away for the winner this weekend. Uh, oh, so, that's cool. Yeah, 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 so it was pretty cool. You actually scored a lot of points for everybody that, that picked you. <laughs> you know, I saw the fantasy points, but I didn't, I, to be honest, I didn't understand how the scores, <laughs> it, like how the scoring checked out and all that. But I saw, you know, the results and all that. But, yeah. um, I, I was – I'm, I'm missing the boat on on how you know the point system works. So so basically, every, everybody's given a handicap uh, based it's like golf, ba- kind of. yeah, kind of like golf, based on where they are in the top twenty, and that makes it more enticing to pick guys in the lower part of the top twenty currently because they have more of a chance of scoring more points. And because you were you were in tenth um, uh, in the top or in the top twenty, mm-hmm. now we didn't give you a true handicap. We kind of bumped your handicap down a little bit because we knew. <laughs> We knew a tenth wouldn't be around where you finished, but uh, so uh, that's kind of how that works. Uh, so the it, it kind of entices people to pick more yeah. kind of down towards the uh, lower end of the top twenty. I'm worth more yeah. points than you, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> you may be faster, I but I, I got you on the fantasy point. <laughs> oh, oh man, that's cool because uh, Supercross fantasy and football and all that that's it's so addicting and so much fun. So. I, I'm glad you guys are able to make it, you know, for GNTC, make something like that. That's cool. Especially giving away three Sunstar Chain Sprockets. That's awesome. Yeah, 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 it's cool. It's not going to be every weekend with the three Sunstar <laughs> Chain Sprockets, but, uh, but, uh, yeah. but for the for, for the inaugural uh, game, we thought that we would throw in a, a pretty awesome prize there. Right. So, Bryson, why don't you take us through the actual race weekend? Um, you know, going into the weekend, we watched the Racer TV broadcast, and, um, you know, Mikey Waynes was talking about how you said that you were not really looking for – not really looking <laughs> to come out and swing for a win, looking for just a solid finish. Um, so talk to us a little bit about how the track developed maybe, how maybe you were feeling on the bike that, that led you to go ahead and push for the win. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, it was, it was a long road, you know, from all, from the last weekend of May, you know, all the way until, you know, when I raced. It was eight and a half months. And, um, you know – the month of July, like, uh, June to July, halfway through July, which is about six weeks, you know, I wasn't walking whatsoever. Um, I couldn't bear no weight. I could just do crutches and, um, man, that took forever. I was so glad I got off crutches, but, um, you know, it was six weeks of walking and then July and August, I was starting to do, you know, small strength workouts and, and a lot of stretching. Oh my goodness. The hours that I spent stretching, you know, they, they, they probably added up to a week of my life. How much time <laughs> I spent stretching. But, um, you know, what I'm getting at is there's so much time in buildup, you know, and I started riding in December that that was about the second week of December is when I first started riding. So six months post-surgery. And then, you know, I rode the last two weeks of uh, December and then into the, you know, January flew by quick. And then we're racing, you know, three weeks into February. So it's really not a lot of prep time. And um, I knew from my fitness, you know, some, uh, I knew from my fitness side that I knew I was in shape. I really did. I knew I was in great shape. And, um, you know, I think I almost was in better shape this year than, than I was last year leading up to the first race. But the seat time 
is what always concerned me because, you know, I, I hadn't rode with, with nobody fast. I hadn't raced. I, I hadn't, you know, competed whatsoever at all. And, um, you know, I, I was riding strong. I was riding good, but you know, I just, after all that time, you just really don't know where you stacked up in a way, you know, there's a lot of buildup. And, um, I came into the weekend and I was like, you know, I'm cool with getting a top three, you know what I mean? Top three, no matter what, that was my goal. And, um, I just wanted to have a great first race back, you know, I just want to get out there basically more or less just take a bite and see, and, and see where I stacked up. Hmm. And, um, it's, I got into the I got into the race, you know. I got about a mid pack start, and um, I got pinched. I got a good jump off the line, but I got pinched, and um, I got a mid pack start, and I just kind of clawed my way through the pack, person by person. And um, I saw Walker up the trail. I was about fifth place, and uh, we was all kind of, uh, you know, freight training, and then headed into the second lap. Uh, Glotta and Cole both made mistakes. And when they made mistakes, um, they both clipped trees. And when they did that, um, Walker and Jared got out completely out of sight where you couldn't see them. And I got into third, and I was able to bridge the gap by the, the second lap. So at that point, you know, I had a deep breath. I was like, okay, your speed's there, you're good. As long as you get with these guys, like you're in this race for the long haul. And then the last two laps, man, I, I was feeling so good, feeling the flow, hit my marks. And, uh, you know, by the time I pitted, I, I knew I could win the race. You know, for, from the way the race was unfolding, I was in it. And my fitness, I knew I had a chance, you know, to definitely win the race. And um, But the track was so tough for passing. My goodness, it was really tough to pass. And, um you know, the last lap, Jared was leading, Walker second, me third. And um, Jared, he, he got messed up with a lapper, and uh, Walker got a, around him. And Walker actually two-wheeled it and went over, you know, on his side, tipped over. Cool. But I was so close to Jared. I had a split-second opportunity where if I could have jumped out of the rut and not been so close to Jared, I could have got them both. Mm. But it didn't work out. I was in third. I passed Jared on a hill climb because um, – he went left behind a lapper. I went right, got by him. And then on the last lap, you know, I was kind of settling in. I was thinking in my head, I really don't have anywhere in my pocket that I don't have a line that I know that Walker doesn't know. Because, you know, I've been following him the two previous laps. Every line that I was trying to use everything I had on him, you know, the, the two previous laps. And there's a line that that we've both been taking and he took it as well. And instead of staying in it, he jumped back to the left and the, the lines ran parallel and um, to each other. And he jumped back left in the main line. And I just powered on through. I pulled up to about his third bars and it was basically, it was almost like, like a game of chicken. Like one of us had to back off. One of us, the trail was meeting, coming to a point and one of us was going to have to back off and it was getting down to the split second where I was about to back off, and it was just, you know, by the hair that he did it first. And um, I was able to squeak by, had about a mile and a half, and, um, you know, we held it all the way to the end. So um, it was a great race. You know, it was a lot of good racing. Jared was riding good. You know, um, tough. the track was really tough for passing. But, you know, just to be able to, after all that time off, 
and uh, be able to come back out and get a win the first one back it was definitely something special man it was it meant the world to me and um it was it was great yeah. it was a great weekend hey sometimes all it takes is a little bit of luck and uh things going your way and uh stars align and you get what you need so that's uh that's awesome i uh i think i even recall a racer tv video where walker said the same thing on luck he was like ah, i got lucky he said but uh you know, hopefully I get lucky a few more times and that's all it takes. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, I think that, that day he was talking about, I think me breaking down. He was, he got, he won and he got the points lead. He got a big gap that day. Yeah. So that definitely worked in his favor, but yeah. he's right though. Sometimes all you do need is a little bit of luck. But mm. in my case, I don't want good luck and I don't want bad luck. I just want no luck at all. I just want the, the chips to fall where they fall. Right. So, so uh, coming into those last couple corners, I know you kind of went wide on that last corner. Was you? Did you? Did you realize that you had a little bit of a gap on Fowler, or 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 did you just have a little mishap and get a little too wide? Uh, well, that's one of those things I was talking about. You know, in my post that I made some silly mistakes of not racing for so long. You know, I'm realizing now that, you know, if that was the last race of the year for the championship, we'd come into the corners and he could have cleaned my clock and spun me out, fishtailed mm-hmm. me and, and uh, won the race. Right. Know? And uh, it w- he wouldn't have been as nice. Right. So, um, you know, I definitely, I made some little silly mistakes out there on Saturday and that's what's so exciting is that, you know, I know that Saturday I wasn't at my best. And uh, mm-hmm. going forward, each race and each week, I want to continue to improve and get stronger and stronger. And, uh, and I'm so excited for that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, there's a lot some silly mistakes, but I should have held the inside right there a little bit better. I should have did a better job. So you're right. Yeah, I was just curious because I, I was watching it on Racer TV and I was like, if he was just a hair closer, that might have been a little bit more interesting than, we, than anybody wanted it to be. <laughs> yeah, speaking of interesting, though, that whole race, yeah. man, I tell you what, that may have been one of the all-times. Because uh, at one point in time, it was just like a freight train of five riders. Uh, it seemed like it was it was you, Bryson, Walker, Jared, and then Devin Feehan as well, mm-hmm. all within one screenshot. Like, I'm standing there in the living room, uh, like standing up like six inches away from the TV, <laughs> just like yelling at the TV. I was like, this is insane. Uh, how, uh, did it feel good just to be, to be in a battle like that, or was that kind of uh, nerve-wracking? Yeah. You know, I really I, – I didn't know who was behind me. I couldn't tell if it was – I knew it was a blue Yamaha. I didn't know if it was Devin or Hunter. But um, it, it it felt, you know, it felt good just to be, you know, there's a moment in the middle of it that, you know, I was just kind of, like, happy. Like, man, like, it feels good to be back in this mix. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It had been so long. And I was just like – it was like – as a split second where I kind of thought to myself, man, I appreciate this moment. Like, damn, it feels good to be back in the mix racing, banging bars. Yeah. So, man, we had one good battle and um, I'm glad everyone enjoyed it because it, it was a great day. Perfect weather. You know, the track was just absolutely perfect and uh, it, just, it just don't get no better than, than that weather, that, that type of track, that, that type of, you know, day to play out that way for everyone watching the race. So, it was, it was definitely good all all the way around. Yeah, it was a great race. Great way to start a season as well. Uh, we have actually a question here for you on um, on our live feed. Uh, Bradley Smith wants to know, uh, what does uh, Bryson's heart rate run, and does he train the same way that he did uh, before? 
Uh, well, you know, I don't wear, I used to wear my heart rate monitor, um, back in 2017. Um, but I, I just stopped wearing them the races. I really didn't have no rhyme or reason. It's kind of more like one time I broke my watch and it, and it really, <laughs> and, and if you have a Garmin watch, if you have a 41 or 945 or 920 XT or anything like that, like. They're they're a little pricey. They're a little pricey. And, uh, <laughs> the DNCC, the there's there's situations where you just uh, on the practice track, you know, if there's a branch hanging or there's not other people kicking up rocks at you and things like that, so um, it's it's a lot easier to wear practicing and then raising. I, I got a little tight. <laughs> I was like, ah, I don't really need. I, I'm advanced enough. I'm not getting tired, and and I know what my body needs to do. So I kind of stopped wearing it the last two or three years during a race. You're going to so, have to get one of those watch sponsors, man. Not to hook you up somehow. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? I said you're going to have to get like a watch sponsor, like Polar's going to have to hook you up or something. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it, it, that'd be nice to have a Polar or a Garmin because um, it's, I love I love the fitness side of that. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I like the Garmin a lot. I had Polar when I first started, but um, Garmin now is flat out my favorite. I don't know mm-hmm. why. I just I got the 945 forerunner and um i i really really like it a lot it's got a lot of bells and whistles and um it's nice but um yeah yeah you still running that neon green shirt all your fan shirts or you guys got new fan shirts out there well this year we ordered um to we ordered we got gray shirts and we actually got them for sale because last year everyone was like like hey i want a shirt i want a shirt and I, I never came through. I, I never was able to, you know, the, the races in between the work of getting the bikes ready to go and all that. I was just never able to do it. Well, this year before the season started, I made sure I got 200 shirts ordered. So I got um, a lot of Daniel 241, um, same design as last year's shirts, but just gray, gray with red, gotcha. match Magnum on motorsports. So, um, I, if anyone's listening, you know, I, I'll have them at the races and, um, and uh, if you want one, you know, hit me up on Facebook or Instagram, and, and uh, we'll we'll see if we can, you know, save them and bring them to the races for you. There you go. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, Bryson, uh, we promise we won't keep you on too, too long tonight. Uh, we, we appreciate you coming on and, and uh, breaking this weekend's race down with us. Uh, man, good luck uh, going into Florida and then the, the, the soon fast after that uh, Georgia. Georgia round. So, um uh, we're excited, man. If if round one is any indication of what this season's going to be like, it's going to be a wild ride this year. Grab so. and grab your popcorn. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it, guys. And again, thanks for having me on. You know, it's been so long since we talked last. And I know you know you, you invited me on. You know, I think it was a month or, or two back. But I'm the type of guy that like I. I had nothing to talk about at that point. You know, I, I don't like to talk about what I'm going to do. I like to like go get some results and then come back and, and talk about what I did. You know what I mean? And what happened and then break it down. So, uh, I, I appreciate you guys waiting on me and then still having me on. And, uh, and, uh, we're looking forward to Florida and Georgia, man. We really like both those tracks, Florida. Um, I love the sand and Georgia. I always ride good there. So, uh, we're looking forward to the trip South and, uh, hopefully, have a couple more uh wins and uh you know come back home and get back to work 
Absolutely, man. Yeah, uh, you definitely provided us something to talk about uh, <laughs> this weekend, and I'm sure this year is going to be going to be a good year for uh, just GNCC ATV racing in general. Uh, Bryson, uh, before we let you go, want to let you know that Doug Kirk said he's going to be in Ohio and in the uh, Indiana rounds, so so you can <laughs> you can find him there. <laughs> My guy, good, good, Doug. I can't wait to to talk to you, man. Cut it up and. Um see you bro so good deal yeah so hey bryson thanks for coming on man and uh we'll talk to you uh we'll talk to you down the road man all right man you guys take care and uh we'll we'll talk to you here soon in in another month or two and uh we'll uh we'll get back at it absolutely man have a good one have a good one all right see you guys see you that was awesome. That was awesome. That was a great interview. Uh, Bryson, man, uh, tell you what, um, when I was watching that racer TV broadcast, you know, just in true Bryson fashion, like he's just looking for lines all right. over the place in, in those open field sections. Uh, that dude's crazy. Like his raw speed is definitely way faster than everybody else. And he knows it. Yeah. Is the thing. <laughs> but like even talking to him in this interview, he's probably the most level headed person on the front row and is probably the fastest as far as sprint speed Mm -hmm. if he can get everything to go together i think he can definitely win the championship i even called it coming into the first round after being off for eight and a half months i was like everybody's not talking about (laughs) bryson but i think he's going to win this one (laughs) (laughs) yeah the biggest thing is is his speed lets him override the bike sometimes and i think that's what's hurt him in the past just a little bit with you know just little things that's um making the bike last the whole race and what i think one of his biggest strengths are is just the pure racecraft and and when you know he has not always had the most uh, the best starts of the races. He's always seems like he has that mid pack to towards the back of the pack. Mm-hmm. And I would have to say, man, that's got a lot of experience in just pure racecraft and finding the ways around, um, or around all these riders, um, using unique lines, uh, creating lines where it may not seem to be, there's a line and, uh, getting it done. And I tell you what, um, uh, I'm excited to see him back this year and really put a solid effort into a championship run. Um, you know, obviously Walker's the favorite until Walker's not the favorite. Right. Um, but, uh, you know, Bryson, Bryson's right there nipping at the heels and, uh, it's going to be a good year. Yep. It's going to be a good year. There is 10 guys right now on the front line that could win. Oh yeah. Yeah. I looked at the lap times <laughs> and the lap times are so close that it's not even funny. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, I think the, the one guy that everybody has kind of overlooked really bad is, uh, Devin Feehan. Yeah. Because if you look at the lap times, he actually had the fastest lap. Yeah, Devin. Yeah. Devin, man, I tell you what. Ever since the summer break last year, Devin has just been putting on a clinic, yeah. and um, it's just exciting. Yeah. It's so exciting to see just another guy in there and ready to do battle for yeah. for overalls. And um, uh, couldn't be more happy to to see just a really really good battle. John Glada too, man. John Glada, he's Don't. got the speed as well. Did anybody see? I knew you're gonna say. It. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Yeah, I think uh, there was nobody launching the hill climb like he was. Yeah. I don't know what they got in that bike or why, <laughs> like how his suspension is set up, but whatever it is, I need to figure it out because he can pretty much do whatever he wants, whenever he wants with that bike, and it just makes the crowd go crazy most of the time. Yeah, it's <laughs> awesome. During the Racer TV broadcast, uh, the, 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 the angle was down at the bottom of the hill, and you couldn't tell who it was, and you're like, who was that launching the hill? <laughs> and then the, the video came out, and I wish um, – if I knew how to do it, I'd put it up on here right now <laughs> so you guys could see it because that was awesome. It was really, uh, uh, it was go really. Go to his Instagram. And yeah, go, go yeah, go to John Glada's <laughs> Instagram and watch that for sure. It's actually on like 
10 Instagrams right now because <laughs> they're just sharing it across all the stories and yeah. everything. It's, it's wild. But, uh, no, you, you watch the video from the bottom of the hill and even from the bottom of the hill, it was like, man, he is up there right now. Yeah. And then you see the guys coming up the hill behind him who are exceptionally fast also. And he's just like, he could have jumped over them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it was, it was wild doing a little bar twist in the air yeah. to, to make it look that much better. Uh, yeah, it was cool to see. And, uh, yeah, moving on to, to Sunday, uh, I tell you what, what a good race that was. It was unfortunate that, that we had the injuries that we had. Um, it really put a damper for the second year in a row on, on, on the whole season. Not really the whole season, but just the bikes in general. Uh, you hate to see anybody get right. hurt. Um, but, you know, when it's like four of your top riders yeah. in the entire class, in the entire, you know, industry, mm -hmm. um, it, it just really – it really kind of takes the wind out of you and really reminds you um, how brutal this sport is. Well, I just want to point out that uh, Stu is definitely not out of this championship yet because <laughs> if he can make it back with, you know, even three races that he either has to miss or has, like, a bad result, yeah, he could still potentially win because last year he missed and then he broke down yeah, and it still came down to the last race. <laughs> so Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's very possible. I mean, you never count out Stu Baylor, that's for sure. I mean, the dude finished a race. What the, a broken what, neck. A broken neck and a wrist. I mean... Come on, man. It's, that's, it's that's an, that's unbelievable. Awesome. And then recorded everything on the way to the hospital. Right. Yeah. All the other guys got hurt, and we didn't see you, you anything didn't see until, like, Which the next is, would day. be me. You wouldn't see me for a year. I might just go hide under <laughs> in my bedroom. But, you know, it was funny because we were watching Pulp this week, and Chris Kiefer actually was talking about how um, they were like, oh, he won't be back. He won't be back after they talked about right. what happened to Stu. And I was like, uh, you guys might not know Stu as well right. as we do. Um, if that guy gets the doctor to even think about it he's yeah he's gonna be on the bike uh, yeah he'll probably just sign some was it like ama papers or whatever like legal documents and like up oh, leaving yeah, whatever but, yeah but no seriously uh, uh hopefully all of those guys have a quick recovery yeah that yeah. sucks for thad i mean Absolutely. he's had bad luck for what the past three years yeah. where and it's been always just, right at the beginning of the season too yeah and i mean it's not like he doesn't have the speed to run there he's yeah. proven that he can run there it just it, it sucks to see that and then you got johnny I mean, he could run XC1 right now if he if he really wanted to speed wise. So, it uh, hopefully he makes a quick recovery and gets back to it. But uh, you know, it's it's amazing to see how tough these guys are because mm -hmm. Stu, for instance, finished the race. You know, Thad and Johnny had some pretty serious injuries. Yeah. They, yeah. Was, they still made Johnny sure got flat out. It, yeah. Yeah. So, but they still made sure that they got like stuff out to the fans saying, "Hey, right. you know, yeah. we're we're good. We're we're in good spirits. We're coming back." Like. Yeah. Don't count us out. Yeah. So thoughts and prayers out to to the four of you guys. You know, uh, we look forward to seeing you guys being able to to, to come back and uh, just be a part of the sport and give us something to talk and about. give us something to talk about. Yeah. So um, yeah, heal up, guys, and uh, we have a next guest, right? We have our next guest, Mike Witkowski. He's coming on. Actually, finished first in the XC two mm -hmm. uh, bike race. So um, it's going to be good to talk to him. Uh, let me go ahead and get him on the line. Uh, kind of you know, what are you doing you know, over there? running Jeez. this show somebody's got to do <laughs> <laughs> i i will say uh lane is apparently racing at the sprint enduro okay cool. so hopefully he'll be back at the next national ready to go i don't right. know if he's going to be able to like limp through the sprint enduro because you get a little a little bit of a uh, break, break in between yeah. in between and then uh maybe take off one or two nationals um depending on what that injury looks right. like. But I was still impressed that he was 
right. saying that he was going to be back at the sprint. Brent Doyle. But he is from he is from West Virginia. So. Yeah, he's a tough boy. Yeah, tough guy. <laughs> it, I mean, keep, uh, keep to, yeah, you're good. I know you're you're slacking over there. I tell you, <laughs> um, but that, that has to be a huge blow for the the am um, was it a am oil or am, am pro am pro. There we go. Am pro Yamaha team um, to have both of their top riders uh, go down in the first in the first race. So yeah, that, so the two top guys go out, but I mean. Mike, uh, he came through on mm-hmm. his class and, and got the win for him. So they had uh, they had a little bit of up and down <laughs> in the same weekend. But they're probably saying, "Dude, you got to go XC one next week. What are you doing?" Yeah, <laughs> they're making the call, calling the pitch hitter up. <laughs> Said, uh, "Sorry about your XC two championship hopes." Right. But, uh, <laughs> we had a little technical difficulty oh, going on over yeah. here. I thought I had his number saved, and then it was some weird like Instagram number. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, you there? Yeah, I'm here. How are you? Hey, sorry oh, about that. I uh, thought I had your number, and then when it, because I had your name in my contacts, and then when it popped up, it was some weird Instagram number. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, no worries, no worries. How's it going, man? Uh, congratulations on the big win, round one, big buck winner, uh, Mike Witikowski is on the line with us, man. Congratulations on getting it done, round one. Uh, it's got to feel good to uh, to uh, get the kind of the muck, monkey off your back uh, entering into the season with a win. Yeah, no, it's been a uh, it's been a, a long little winter here, and uh, just put a lot of work in. And you know, this this race really meant a lot to me, just to get back to to a win. Really, mm-hmm. um, it's been a long road, so that's it. We're starting the season on the right foot for sure. So, have you got the call up yet? I was just joking around with everybody. I was like, they're gonna have to call them up to XC one because both guys are out. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's a it's crazy how many people got hurt, mm-hmm. um, and top guys for yeah. for one. Um, yeah, but I know there's some talks about you know replacement guys for at least. I'm not sure if Lane's racing yet, but I know Stu's out for a bit. Yeah, um, so a replacement for him at least for yeah. a couple yeah. of rounds, but. But either way, maybe some more attention on myself would be nice. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, I'll take it. Yeah, we were we were just talking about how um, you know, kind of brutal this weekend was on on the industry with uh, just some gnarly injuries. Um, did the track on Sunday develop in a weird way where where mm-hmm. it was kind of catching people off guard, or do you did you see any kind of um, instances where 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 something like that could have caused uh, stuff to happen? Yeah, um, it, it definitely got way rougher toward the end of the race. I think where we're guys were crashing out and stuff. But I guess Johnny um, in my class, he crashed first, end of first lap, I want to say. But mm-hmm. there had there was a bunch of weird edges and like uh, it was kind of like dry and then you'd hit a wet spot. Uh, it was ruddy. So I think a lot of guys were just struggling with finding grip um, and then, you know, <clears throat> get all wet, out of whack and then bike would hook up and i think just you know launch him into a tree um except for Stu, i think he hit that stump but as far as like the track went it was it was gnarly for sure but i think he just had to almost back it down like let's say 10 percent, and just um be smart about your line choices and stuff um i heard from some guys like ben's lines were really dang good and i think that's probably why he was just so consistent all day and just He's a, he's a smooth rider in general. So, um, yeah, I think it, it helped to just smoothen out that race and just kind of ride your own your own kind of pace. 
So I got a question here because there, there's a little bit of controversy going on on why all of the injuries were happening, I guess, on Sunday. Uh, there was a bunch of people going on social media, and you know how that is, people always talking about different things. But uh, they seem to think that there's some correlation between the four of the race on Saturday and the dirt bike race on Sunday that makes it more dangerous for you guys. But uh, <clears throat> that, I'm an ATV guy, but it, I'm interested to see the dirt bike side point of view. Yeah, I mean... <clears throat> As far as like our race, they were, I heard a lot of people say, um, just through the grapevine, I wasn't seeing much on media side, but they were saying like our tracks are too fast. Um, but honestly, if if they would slow them down, that would just make it 10 times rougher. Like the right. tight stuff we run is like insane. Um, so I don't think really that's the case. I mean, it's just you're going to have complainers all the time. <laughs> well, obviously I mean, those guys are probably the ones that didn't do so hot. So they're like, Oh, like we need to slow the tracks down this and that. But, um, I'm not really sure. Like it was rough for sure, but it's not, it's definitely not abnormal. I know last year was on the softer side at big buck and it was more ruddy, but like, I mean, there's a bunch of dang bumps. Like if you're going to, if you're going to race for, you know, the two hours for the pro ATVs, or you're going to race three hours on Sunday, you got to be fit enough and have your bike set up dialed in. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I don't know. I think a lot of guys probably were honestly uh, on the stiffer side. I want to say mm -hmm. I, I found myself not on purpose, but I found myself on the softer side, which I think helped a lot. And those guys might have just been, you know, getting beat up a lot. So, I mean, it seems like you're having a great year. I and mean, then speaking of speed, I mean, you look like you're doing really well in the full fast sprint or uh, the U.S. sprint Enduro uh, on that, too. So do you think maybe running those and, and then hitting that, that faster track has kind of helped you out a little bit? Or Yeah. So, like, pretty much going into this year, my goal was to basically just step out of my comfort zone and do, like, I did the first national Enduro and then I did the first U.S. Sprint Enduro. Um, but the reason I did the U.S. Sprint Enduro was to just put my name in the hat for the the junior trophy team for ISD this year. I, I would like to go over there. Yeah. Um, but honestly, yeah, I really struggle at sprint stuff. Um, so I kind of went there before GNCC just to get a tune-up and basically just get out of my comfort zone and, um, and try and gain some speed if I can. Mm -hmm. And it seemed to help. Like, I, I mean, I didn't, I pretty much got smoked at the sprint Dero, but um, I wasn't bummed about it. I knew a lot of people <laughs> wrote me off, but went to the GNC and I was just fine. So yeah. I think it did it did help a lot, honestly. I really enjoy the uh, sprint Dora because uh, you, you kind of like as a race, like just as an amateur racer, just you know, you go out and have fun. You haul one lap, you come back and you talk about it, and then you go back out and do another. So I really right. enjoy that part of it. <laughs> Yeah, no, the format's um, definitely cool. Two days is a long time. Yeah. Uh, as far as, like, I think it's, like, six tests a day. So it makes it for a long weekend, but, yeah, yeah, they're good for sure. That That's why I uh, – no, you know, I've run the full fast sprint, and they went to full one gas. day. Full gas. I always say full fast, but full <laughs> gas sprint. Um, and that's – and honestly, for work for me, it was, like, travel and, and, and getting back and stuff. And I did a two-day format before, and it's, like, you were so tired – uh, yeah. coming in off the weekend and I'm like, I gotta go to work tomorrow. <laughs> so, right. yeah. So are you still with, uh, uh, you're still with coach, uh, coach Rob, right? 
Yeah, yeah, me and him are still together. That's yeah, awesome. the last time last time that we talked to you, Mike, uh, you were actually talking about how you just came off of being like having a sickness that that really kind of put you down last year. And uh, um, then we, you know, we had Coach Rob on the show, in front of the show now as well. Um, talk to us about the same thing. Um, how did the off season go in preparation to get your body ready uh, for this season coming in, trying to trying to really pick up uh, the puzzle pieces and put them together? Yeah, I mean, uh, we had a, honestly a really productive winter. Um, my, my writing coach is actually Scott Plessinger. So I go down um, to Florida every year with him and we, we spent um, – we do like a boot camp. So January was like a boot camp and it's like really dang gnarly. Um, it's definitely not easy, like long days. Um, but it's totally worth it in the end. And, but in general, we had a really good like off season, I would say, and did a lot of riding, never miss a day. Um, tried to stay injury free and just be smart with it. Um, usually I would pretty much just dig myself a hole, like without coach Rob and, we did a lot of monitoring with making sure I think I was, it sounds crazy, but I was burning like 5,000 calories a day. Wow. So we were just making sure, uh, we weren't going to deficit, um, weekly and just really staying on, t- on top of everything. Yeah. I'll tell you what, man, coach Rob, he, he has it like down to a science, doesn't he? Like I, I, I did his, um, I'm, I'm a member of like, uh, Moto E there. And like, he has all those like sheets you got to fill out and like certain things, man, he has it to like, if you eat, you log your food and you tell how you feel 30 minutes afterwards. It's really crazy how he, how he does everything. It's, it's pretty cool. Apparently I need yeah. to uh, figure out where those sheets are. <laughs> I need some lessons on training. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, it's funny that you mentioned uh, Scott Plessinger because we had a question for you that uh, um, uh, wanted to know what you thought of training with somebody like a legend like Scott Plessinger and uh, uh, how do you feel that that maybe has elevated your performance? Yeah, so I've been working with Scott for a little bit now. Um, he's just a, he's obviously done it and done really well at GCCs, um, so he kind of knows, but the, he was definitely pointing some major things out on the bike and uh we had actually a pretty good group there um so we were always pushing each other but scott's just filled with knowledge and um honestly it's just helped me a a ton but even like with aaron like he'll give me some insights on what those guys are doing like at the baker's factory a little bit and then um just some cool stuff but he's just a good guy to have in your corner for any advice and then um but yeah, mainly on the track, he's just has an eye for if I'm slacking in, in certain spots. Yeah, yeah. So uh, run us through the weekend. Uh, you know, you got to to Big Buck. Obviously, you've had you've had success at this track before, so I'm sure the 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 vibes going into the track were were good because you know it's a, a familiar place where where you've done had had a lot of success before. Um, you know, how did you feel going into the race, and how did the race play out for you this weekend? Yeah, I mean, uh, I this is my third row or third win in a row at Big Buck um, for round one. So that's I'm not sure how many people have done that, but that was pretty yeah. cool. Start calling you I was stoked Barger. about that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, in general, like it, it went really well. Obviously, um, the race was kind of shaking in the beginning. Had a uh, like a crash while leading, and then 
I wouldn't say a crash, a mishap. I got kind of like stuck in a ravine and had to get out and then chase those guys again. So, but overall, um, it played out good. Um, I think I, I played it smart um, compared to some of the other guys. Obviously, they got pretty banged up, but um, I think, I mean, I had a chat with the team. It's just being, that's going to be the most consistent guy this year and just be real smart with it. So, um, that's kind of how we, we mapped the race out, but health was good. Like fitness felt really good. Um, bike was honestly dialed, so I can't really complain. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, I'm sure a lot of people probably, probably felt like a lot of people were overlooking you this year coming in because of the, the, the kind of up and down year you had last year. But I'll tell you what, man, I, I, I saw like how you rebounded there um, coming off the summer break. And I, I really personally had a lot. I, th- I thought you were a championship contender and the way you came out this weekend. Um, I think, I think it proves that you're, you know, that you're in, in the running. Yeah, I appreciate that. I mean, we're, we're going to put up a good fight and uh, just really be smart this year. Um, like, obviously, I have Rob in my corner. I've got Scott. I honestly surround myself with really good people. Um, and I think that was the biggest thing this winter. I've kind of um, put some people that just were not good in my life, uh, you know, out the door. But mm-hmm. um, I think in general, like, we're in a really good state of mind. Um, I've never really been like this, this driven about it. And been motivated and like focused toward um every race so that that feeling's really nice and i think in general we're we're in a good spot for for this year yeah, yeah and then not not to only just win the win the xc2 race you also finished seventh overall that's got to be an, an extra confidence booster um coming in and, and doing that well in the overall um um you know working your way well up into the pro class yeah, I, mean, I was kind of kind of bummed about that one actually. <laughs> really? Wanted to do wanted to do better. Like, I think first lap I was third overall, so I was like, wow. and I got one pit board where I was like fourth, like halfway through. So I was like, dang, like wonder where where I can end up. But uh, I think with like two laps to go, I kind of backed her down because I had a minute lead in my class, and I was mm-hmm. like, you know, we'll just be smart. Don't don't be dumb here. But. Right. Um, yeah, I was bummed when I came through. They said like you got seventh. I was like, huh? Like this doesn't make sense. <laughs> well, hey, if you had finished third or fourth overall, you'd have, you'd have just destroyed it for everybody that picked you in our fantasy game. I picked them. I picked them. <laughs> that's why. That's why that's Brandon. Why, that's, that's why, why Brandon good, won man. this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. So. Hey, uh, so so like. I saw I had like 41 points. Uh-huh. And is that good or bad? I no, guess. that's good. great. That's great. That's fantastic. Okay. Because what we're doing is we're, we're using the the moto moto scoring format. So 25 points is for your win, but we handicap everybody based upon where you are located in the uh, in the overall yeah. top 20. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So oh. because you were, let me see here, uh, what was it, 14th? Yeah, you were 14th, so you had a higher handicap. So you, because you ended up finishing seventh, you ended up scoring those 25 point points plus whatever um, handicaps you didn't use. We gave you two points for each of that. So yeah. that's why, like, basically, it incentivizes everybody to 
to try to pick guys that are kind of closer to the bottom of that top 20, um, kind of higher higher risk, higher reward type thing. But now, you know, going into this week, <laughs> your handicap's going to be way lower than it was. <laughs> <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah, I was curious. I was looking at the numbers. I was like, huh, I wonder if 41's good or yeah, bad. That's good. We, we Our goal was with this, it was like, you know, like XC2 guys that are just coming in or maybe some A guys that are fast. Try to get them some um, – some recognition, like recognition um, so that maybe that'll help build their name as well yeah. as they come up through the ranks. So. Yeah, like Ben Kelly and um, Josh Strang and, and, and Stu Baylor, Thad all those guys, well, now that the guys are hurt, they're going to have to work their way back up once right. they get going but those guys are never going to be your highest point scorers they're kind of yeah. like they, they could be a solid pick right but your highest point scores are going to be the guys that are closer to the top closer to the bottom of the top 20 and work their way up but they also could be the biggest risk because right. if they finish outside the top 20 they get zero points right okay i know it's, yeah, it's a lot of numbers sense. just kind of floating around <laughs> <laughs> right right no that makes sense yeah so yeah, that, that's our goal. It's funny because uh, we do. You have to do a bike and quad team, and and people are like, "Can I just do bikes and can I just do quads?" Like, no, you got to do both, man. <laughs> you can you can do one or the other, but you're only looking at half points. So. <laughs> yeah, that quad race was dang interesting. Those yes, guys were all close. Yes, it was, man. Yeah, yeah. Did you uh, you had a front row seat for that, huh? Yeah, I did. I was like, dang. <laughs> yeah, they they put on a show. Uh, we actually just had uh, Bryson on talking about. Uh, talking about that race and watching it on racer tv it was it was wild for sure um but uh you know we're looking forward to seeing that type of racing uh in the uh the the bikes as well this year uh you guys um it's it's awesome to see like you know that third hour you know is what is really really interesting to see because it seems like in that third hour you see people start making moves like Stu started coming up through the pack and um um reaching for the front and it was funny because like they were talking about the whole racer tv broadcast about how well he's way back here way back here but but then once you see like you you know the back of your mind like at the end of the game like the cream is going to rise to the top Mm -hmm. and uh um, that third hour just seems to play out so uh uh, wildly usually yeah I mean I was kind of watching a little bit of recap as well and I was like dang like Stu was kind of just floating around with those guys um, I think I, I want to say like Ben was kind of up front Ben and Josh is what I heard at least and uh, yeah I mean Stu strong at the end for sure um, but I kind of expected him to like you know run up front real early but mm-hmm. I think he's just finding his groove later on yeah, I think he has like that extra little uh, boost from that third hour or something. He just like waits for it. Yeah, he's got a little switch yeah. or something. He yeah. like takes it on. Uh, I got a quick question for you, Mike. Is yeah. Do you think there's a difference between when you line up on XC2 and when you line up on XC1? Because you've done both. Um, but I notice a lot of times four-wheelers and dirt bikes both, you'll have those XC2 guys that can run really far in the front and then they move up. And it's like there's uh, some kind of mental barrier or something like that that it's it's just a little bit different starting with those guys. But, I mean, you put in a solid finish in both. Um, so I, I didn't know what you had on thoughts for that. Yeah, honestly, um, the XC1 guys are in a kind of different ballpark. Like when I lined up with them, like I wasn't – honestly, that was like the least nervous I've ever been. Um, and like – it was all good, but they're just so precise with where they put their bike, like how they approach the race. 
And I think in XC2, a lot of guys just, they're younger and they just pretty much just send it, honestly. <laughs> um, kind of shut their brain off. But these guys are, they're pretty much veterans. Like, <clears throat> let's be honest, they're 30, they're at least 30 years old or close to it. Mm-hmm. Um, so they've been around for a long time and they know, know a, what, like, you know, what to do when in, in the race. So, uh, like, when I lined up with them, I noticed they're just super precise and they're not afraid to push you out of the way like i remember i got booted a couple of times and some guys were getting pretty mad um like if i would try and pass them whatever um <laughs> so like it, i don't know in, in our class we kind of have like this everyone knows who's quick and they'll kind of you know let you around if if you're that guy but mm-hmm. in xc1 it's like Whoever, whoever's like they're not letting you around so you got to really fight in that class it seems like but i think whenever i do get up there it'll be different um but at least i did get to try it yeah so i mean from kind of what i took about that was kind of what we talked about with bryson is is it takes racecraft a lot of racecraft to be able to race those veterans and and um um you know that's where that's where you separate it it sounds like right yeah yeah they're their racecraft is really, really good, and um, in XC2, you kind of don't see that as much, or it's maybe more inconsistent where they're just, like, strength, for instance, like, he's so good at uh, just race strategy, and um, just even weekly, like, he's so smart about training and stuff, so uh, I think that's huge for those guys. We have we have a couple of listener questions actually. Uh, Bradley Smith actually just says says hey he's a, he's kind of offended. He said thirty's not old. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, uh, Walker Taylor wants to know uh, about you racing the uh, uh, the MAXC series in Indiana. Yeah, I, I used to race that series um, on Super Minis actually. That's kind of our local series up in Indiana. Um, it was actually a really dang good series. I raced it for like three years or something, but but yeah, it's gone now. So I'm sure oh, he's man. just referring back to the good old days. Oh, nice. Good old days, huh? The good old days. <laughs> those are those are always there's a those are always fun. Um, but so are, are we looking forward to Florida? Are we are we pumped? Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm stoked. I'm actually leaving Friday to go head down and uh, ride and train with Jordan Ashburn a bit. Oh, nice. Um, he's got a, a place down there. He's been riding that looks really similar to the race so get my feet wet and uh, go have some fun in the sand that that's one guy that i think is going to get a couple wins this year coming up is jordan ashburn yeah he's he's a sleeper for sure like he's really good um but he's like that quiet guy for sure he's not yeah. flashy on on the bike maybe or even on social media but he's he's gnarly on a bike yeah yeah we would love to have him on sometime and and talk to him because it, it's just it's so amazing to see somebody always there so consistently, mm-hmm. and um, uh, and I know he's actually probably tired of hearing how consistent <laughs> and, and, and good he is, but um, I, I, I'm telling you, Brandon and I have both already called it this yeah. year. It's going to happen, or it's, it's happening it's for sure. To. Yeah. Maybe while you're down there with him, he can uh, train you for some hard enduros, and you can try those out with him too. Uh, I'm good, dude. <laughs> he can have that. I don't blame you, man. I don't know how. I don't know how those guys find any joy in that. I really do not know. <laughs> I'm just like, dude. They just like launched a bike up a rock. Now they got to climb up it 
to get to their bike. I'm like, what? What is what is fun about that? Are you like walking yeah. your bike through the whole section? Right. Yeah, like, I'm just like, what is so fun? I don't understand it. But I mean, I guess if you're probably as good as him, he can probably just actually just hop right up there and whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun to watch. <laughs> I'll give you that. Right. Makes really good YouTube videos. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. Uh, so uh, my last question for you would be. Uh, do you think you will get an overall podium this season? Because I think it's very possible by looking at your lap times and where you were running this weekend. But uh, do you feel that you are able to do that from the second line and, you know, get a top three or, you know, potentially even a win? Um, you were there in the beginning of the race. So is it just, you know, putting the whole race together and figuring that part out? or? Yeah, so... I think, yeah, it's just kind of putting the full race together. I think it is possible, like you're saying. Um, I wouldn't put it out of the question for this year. Like, that that would be a goal for sure. Um, mm -hmm. But I kind of realized that it seems like the XC2 guys, we, like, sprint while they're kind of, like, in trail rider mode, but obviously going really fast on the first two, three laps, and then later they click it up. Um, so I think it would almost be like I'd have to sprint catch a good group of them and then just ride with them the rest of the race and like you know be there with them because at the end of the race is when they kind of they go it seems like all out so yeah. that's where they i think they got me this past weekend um and i heard the guys the the team was saying that there's like a a group like a pretty solid group like not far in front of me i was like well why didn't you Right, you tell me that I tried at least. <laughs> I don't think they wanted me to crash like right. all the other guys. So. Oh man, that would have been. But yeah, it's possible. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it might make it a little bit harder though, like you were saying, probably because those guys are going a little bit slower at the beginning of the race, but they're all doing it. Where for you and XC2, you need to be sprinting at the beginning of the race because everybody else in your class is doing that. Um, so that might hurt you a little bit, maybe on uh, you know trying to cruise for that beginning of the race. Um, but like you were saying, if you can catch them pretty quick and then get a good groove with them and just kind of cruise along, then that might be the answer. Yeah, I think you're right, honestly. Uh, it's it's tough. Like, obviously, you feel different about every track. And um, I didn't even realize, like, I was that far up uh, beginning <laughs> this, this last weekend. It just, it just felt, you know, like at ease. And if it's one of those races, I feel like we could definitely do it. Um, if, you know, I was getting info and, like, where I was overall and stuff. Um, so I don't know. We'll just have to see. And, you know, that would be pretty much a dream come true if I could do that. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I mean, you're going back here, what, three races? So, uh, I mean, you know, you never know. I mean, he's yeah. going to <laughs> have to put it way up there to score those points again I, uh, in yeah, fantasy. No. Come so. on, man. Come <laughs> on. <laughs> yeah, oh, we got to make, make it harder on these guys to okay. score those high points. So, oh, <laughs> <laughs> Hey, uh, Mike, we, we appreciate you coming on. And, um, uh, man, just good luck to you this season. Stay safe. And um, uh, you were excited to see how this year plays out. It looks like it's going to be a good, solid uh, racing gear in the XC2 class. And uh, obviously in the overall as well. Uh, so um, uh, we're, we're, thank you so much for, for coming on and, and sharing your time with us and, and talking to us about your uh, round one victory. Yeah, yeah, no problem. I really appreciate you guys having me on. Um, glad you brought me back. That was good. Um, <laughs> but yeah, hopefully I'll be back again and chat about some more uh, some more success oh. and 
but yeah, I uh, appreciate it, and hopefully you guys have a good rest of your show. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Thank uh, you, tell, tell Coach Rob we said hi, and uh, we'll have to have him back on uh, as well to uh, uh, tell everybody how to whip themselves up into shape. Right. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I can't let him get, give the secrets away. Right. Yeah, we got to keep it hush-hush a little bit. <laughs> right. There we go. All right, Mike, thanks but, uh, again. Yeah. Oh, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, you're good. Um, I was, yeah, just thank you again, and I'm sure uh, we'll be we'll be in touch. Yeah, absolutely, right, man. Yeah. We'll talk to you down the road, man. All right, sounds good. All right, later. Uh-huh. later. Yeah, it was, it was good to hear from Mike again. It was. It, uh, I mean, such a solid guy, solid race this weekend. And, uh, you know, obviously coming out of round one healthy is the primary goal. But coming out of round one healthy with a win under your belt going into Makes Florida. Sounds like he's comfortable in Florida going down there to train with Ashburn. I wonder mm-hmm. if they're going to Croom. I meant to ask him that. <laughs> I hope not, because then the ATV guys might have to show them up. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm just saying the ATV videos are way more valuable from Froome than what we've seen from the dirt bike guys right now. They're they're jumping each other and everything. Yeah. Yeah. I think these guys are just trying to get this ATV sport growing back again and and uh, and working and throwing those videos out. I mean, they're pretty cool to watch. They know. are pretty cool to watch. I, th- I feel like the ATV sports and it's in a good spot. It's in a good sweet spot right now. You know, uh, yeah, you know, we only have Yamaha uh, uh, making bikes, but um, I mean, I tell you what, man, good, exciting racing. People swear Honda's front. coming back, but I don't know. We'll, I'll see when I believe it. But good, <laughs> good. Exci- would, would, hey, let me ask you this: Would uh, Would McGill be happy if Honda came back? Because remember when he was on the show and he was talking about how it's like finding that diamond in the rough when yeah. you find a uh, <laughs> when you find a when you find a Honda. I think he enjoys the uh, the hunt, the almost the scavenger hunt. <laughs> I don't know. At a, at a certain point. Uh, you got to have it's something getting to be able to buy. It's so. getting harder, isn't I, it? I'm running into the same problem with Suzuki, but I don't know. When he was at the banquet, he said, ride red till you're dead. Yeah, so that's he's, he's going to need something to ride. <laughs> that's right. It's, it's, uh, he's like one of those car collectors out there looking for that good barn find. Yeah. Like someone bought one and maybe rode it like an hour and just suddenly collect dust. So. Yeah. I t- I, hey, I tell you what. Um, the Honda's- like your bike. <laughs> Collecting dust? Yeah. Did you see how shiny? Hey, hey, Devin commented how shiny that thing was. Hey, we need to. Okay, we need oh, to schedule shoot. a day like whenever it stops raining because we got flood warnings out here. Right. But we'll, the three of us will get together and uh, go riding here yeah. uh, across <laughs> across the hill. Uh, he's like, man, I can't believe he's did and that. And we'll, okay. we'll we'll see we'll see who uh, who has trouble keeping up, huh, Brandon? Uh, hey, that's fine. I'll bring a dirt bike. <laughs> We're all good. I got some trails at the house. So, I mean, if you guys need to come over and use those, if I flood, we're all done. We're all done. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, and then if uh, we still need to have, uh, we we need to start talking about dates when we want to have that ride day out at track 93. Yeah, we Uh, We'll get get some guys together. Maybe have a cookout split, split line ride day. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, it'll be just us three. That'd be fun. That, that's fine with me. That just means we get more room on the track. That's right. Yeah, exactly. right. It won't be so dusty. <laughs> Not as many people to look at Brandon and I and talk about how slow we're going. Right. <laughs> yeah, I did see a couple jumps there, though. I'd like to try some tricks off of. So, oh, okay. I, I mean, that, I think that'd be cool if we can get that on video. Yeah. And then uh, maybe we could be almost as cool as like John Blotta shooting up. Shooting up So Yeah. <laughs> yeah that, was, that was pretty amazing again. Awesome. Oh, speaking. Okay. Another thing that I wanted to touch on with that hill and the, the name of the rider is slipping me right now, but the bike guy, did you see where he jumped a, um, it was on Mikey Wayne's page on, on his Instagram. He jumped a down rider and crossed from the right 
the right line up the hill over to the left at the top of the hill. Really? Was it Jack Edmondson? It may have been Jack Edmondson. I think it was. Might have been. Yeah. You guys talk about it real quick, and I'll and I'll I'll try to see if yeah. I can find it. That's uh, that's I mean that's pretty good. It's pretty impressive. Yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> I remember seeing it. I, uh, that outfit belongs. It was definitely one of the uh, Husky guys. Yeah. 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 So, uh, um, yeah. I mean, what a wild weekend of racing. It's it good is. to be back in into racing and uh, to see um, to see you know all these guys doing good. Uh, unfortunately, we you know we had the 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 riders go down and and have you know injuries this week, and they yeah. always hate that about the sport. It's just a constant reminder of how dangerous this sport is. But um, it's crazy we only get one week off, and then we're back at it, and there's two two together. I mean, that's yeah. rough on on because uh, you probably have to drive down to Florida, drive all the way back. Are you staying down there? Or are you are you what's your what are your plans? So usually I don't run Florida at all. Oh, okay. And then on my adult career, I've ran Florida once, mm-hmm. and I liked it when I was down there. Um, but this year, we're actually going to go down. We're going to run Florida, stay all week, and hit Georgia on the way uh, home. A little family um, vacation? or Yeah. Well, okay. Something, yeah, something like, like that. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's what we'll call it. That's what you call it. Yeah. It's, uh, always, I was always curious about that. I'm like, man, how do people do it? Like, uh, take like, you know, because it would be impossible to drive all the way down to Florida, drive all the way back to West Virginia, and then drive all the way down to Georgia like, the next weekend. Like, that would just be so... Uh, it's a lot. It's yeah. a lot for a family, especially yeah. a family. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Hey, Doug Kirk says he's down. That's four of us. Woo-hoo. Four of us are in for the uh, ride day. He <laughs> says as long as there's not a race that weekend, we will not do it on Don't a race know. weekend we because that. we wouldn't have anybody. <laughs> so, so uh, Doug, we'll, we'll, we'll count you down as in. Uh, do you want two hot dogs or four? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, man, good show. What do you guys think? Not to uh, interrupt before we get off of here, but uh, I've actually – started doing like some riding classes with people okay. so that's so if anybody right out thanks there, for mentioning that i was going to mention yeah. that so if anybody out there wants to uh get some one-on-one lessons with your kids or you, you don't even have to be kids if you're adults uh whatever you want not that i'm bryson neal or adam mcgill or anybody right. but uh i might be able to do something to help you out and uh maybe we can work together and do some stuff but i think it's awesome to try to get back to the youth and yeah. uh you know build the sport up so i'd be uh interested in helping out any of the youth riders but you guys can find me on Facebook, Instagram, whatever, and uh, definitely get in touch with me. Absolutely. Yeah, we'll, well, if you have a link, we'll post a link to yeah. that as well. Every uh, little tip helps. Yeah, a- absolutely. Um, Devin, are you going to be racing the uh, Mountain State Series this, this year? Uh, so right now, I'm not 100% sure what we're going to do. Okay. Um, we'll probably run at least Mountaintop just because that's one of my favorite tracks. Okay. Um but with work and trying to do stuff with the kids and stuff like that, we'll probably run one local series and the nationals. Uh, my main focus for this year is trying to uh, see if we can win that junior A title. Um, yeah. I tried for it last year and it didn't work out that good. I had too many bike problems and uh, we actually got COVID, had to miss a couple races. So uh, we'll probably focus on one series, um, probably run new East coast. Um, but We'll see where where we go with that. If right. uh, if we get some sponsors or something like that that kicks in and can help take the burden of uh, some of the parts and <laughs> race stuff. race fees stuff like that, yeah. then uh, then you never know. But at this point, we're gonna try to focus on one local series and then uh, try to focus on the nationals. But I mean, it's a good series. They they put in technical tracks. Um, you know, no issues with them. It's just uh, 
we don't have the money right now to, to run all the all races. races. So, so we're going to do what we can do. But um, I don't know if we'll qualify for any of the locals. Maybe we'll just run whatever tracks we feel like. But, yeah. But uh, that's kind of where we're at right now. That's so. great. Great. Well, man, we're looking forward to following you this year. Uh, and, dude, hey, awesome job right. as as a guest host. Right. Killed it tonight. Killed it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. first try. So. Yeah, it's fun it's having fun. you in. Yeah, it's not as hard as, as, it, as it looks, is it? I mean, camera's there and everything. But, hey, I got some bad news. What's that? We got some breaking news. Uh, Doug Kirk just let us know that AP7 broke his radius in practice today. So Aaron Plessinger will be out. For Supercross, man. Now what are we supposed to do? Ah, I know, right? No more, no more cowboy videos. No, no. more cowboy hat. Hey, did anybody see uh, Plessinger? Uh, I guess to try to turn bad news into a little bit of a funny um, uh, Plessinger at the Daytona 500. I didn't see it. There's a picture of him with <laughs> with a like an old uh, Dale Earnhardt T-shirt on, like like basically whitewashed blue jeans tucked in. He looked like you pulled him out of the grandstands of the of the of the Daytona 500 in 1992 and put him in put him in uh, to this, today's day and age. I awesome. had a feeling that was what you were going to say. I yeah. love it. I love it. So it was awesome. I had, I had a thought, and I have these a lot, and I know we're probably trying to wrap this up real quick. So. We have, Brandon had a thought. We, so <laughs> Hang listen, on, guys. No, listen, no, listen. So <laughs> we, smoke, there's smoke everywhere. Is, is this is this even possible? And tell me if this is even possible. And, and I'm just, it's out there, right? Mm-hmm. So we have Supercross, Daytona. We have ATV Supercross, Daytona. We have NASCAR, Daytona. Have everything they can. Can we not like build like a man made GNCC course like in Daytona? That would be <laughs> Somehow. I mean, there Some is way. darn near enough it, square footage. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you got the square footage, and I mean, if you go to the local landscaper down there, they'd probably love it. So, right? <laughs> could you imagine how much dirt you'd actually need? You would act. I mean, you would like, have to just like have truck to, of sand and some stakes and just you know go, go up through the grandstands. Right. I mean, something. It'd be a really good like sprint and throw for ATVs. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. That'd be <laughs> that'd be good. That'd be good. Uh, but. Speaking. <laughs> Brandon and his ideas. <laughs> Listen, I mean, how badass would that be? It would be awesome. Yeah. It would be awesome. Uh, speaking of Daytona, though, let's ask a quick question. What do you think? Uh, who do you think is going to win the uh, Daytona Supercross, ATV Supercross? ATV? ATV. Uh, definitely Joel. Joel? Joel? Yeah. Uh. He's going to come back and redeem himself from so last year. So I thought year. so, too. But, like, has he won the Daytona Supercross yet? Mm-hmm. Or has he had a crash every yeah. single year? I feel like it's inevitable at some point to happen, though. It's got uh, to happen. You know. Man, I tell you what, you just you look at somebody like like Joel, and then the, just the pure raw speed, and it's just like. Mm-hmm. But we talk about this all the time. We talk about it in the same reference as Walker. You have to be there every single race, right. either in first or second, um, to beat to, the forty-four to, to win <laughs> to win the championship. That's got to be, you know, such a huge burden on Joel Hetrick that the fact that like you can't have an off race. Right. You can't have an off race because 44 is not. Yeah. And it's not like he doesn't know how to win. He's he's won the championship before. He's won it twice, yeah. Sometimes he's a little unlucky, like Daytona, he wrecked. Yeah. Okay, well, okay, now you're out of points because now you got to fight your way back. Right. Yeah. Well, right. when you get behind and you got to fight your way back, that's never a good place that's to be. Going. Right. But on the other hand, Chad Weenan can get to a spot where he's comfortable because he's always there in the front. Mm-hmm. And then that puts Joel at a spot where he can just send it and do what he needs to do to get there. So, yeah. Right. Hey, Dusty Gatiss said he's in for the uh, for the ride day at Track mm-hmm. 93. That's five. We have five, have guys. Five. That's good. <laughs> hey, 
Gatus Racing, all right? We got like 20 guys on the team. I guarantee you all of them will show up. <laughs> nice. We're, we're going to we're gonna get a pig. <laughs> get the pig. Get the pig ready, boys. <laughs> guys. Hey, um, I'm calling Rastrelli for Daytona. Rastrelli. Rastrelli. Man, I would love to see that. That dude has been through a lot, and it would be good to it, see him. He seems like he has the package going on right now for uh, – like the team around him, and, and and he's in a good place in the spot. I, I I really think he can. You know who I've been really he's impressed with? He's been good with? at Daytona, too. Mm-hmm. Nick Janusa. Yeah. Have Man. you seen the footage of him lately? I've he seen... put a couple videos up, and he is shredding. Mm-hmm. Who won the Turkey Derby this year? Did he win it? Yes. Yeah. Barely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nick's, Nick's, Nick's a heck of a rider, and um, it just... It helps when you're, like, what, 115 or something? i tell you what, if... <laughs> I, that's true. I mean, he's... If if Nick could get a start, if Nick could get a start, he could be a serious contender. Um, you know, it's it's just always been Nick has always, and he would say it himself. He would always have to ride through the pack to get to the top guys. Um, so you know, that's it, that's kind of where because you know Hetrick always has a good start. Weenan always has a good start, and if if you have to ride to the fastest guys, and if you have to ride to the fastest guys in the world to race them, you're just not going to do it. Right. No, it's not going to happen because once you get to them, you've already wore yourself out, and those guys are just cruising at the front. So if you do catch them, they're either going to turn it up. Yeah. Or you still have to find a line around them, right. which is going to be really hard. Yeah. yeah. Finding lines on ATVs is per, is pretty tough. What do you mean? They're only like four foot wide. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. You just got to learn how to move people, that's all. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, <laughs> Devin, can we count you in again sometime to uh, guest host? Yeah, for sure. It's not that far of a drive for me to get here, so absolutely, we can definitely do it again. Yeah, good times, good times. Yeah. It's been fun having. Hopefully, having we'll have the walls finished and maybe a, you know. some carpet, so you're not hearing every little time we touch the floor Lord. or every time my dog drops her bone. Right. <laughs> I mean, she's got a bigger set of horns over there than what I got, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're trying to train her to be a shed dog. So, and she's right now. She's sad that she can't go outside. So, while we go ahead and end this show, guys, um, I want to thank uh, Guts Racing Seal Savers Sun star sprockets and chains and mountain state hair scrambles thank you guys for coming on the show and helping us out making this thing grow if you guys want to support us Mm -hmm. make sure you support the guys that uh, support this show because they're the ones that keep the lights on put the osb board up which is not cheap god it's not cheap (laughs) it took us a small fortune or took split line a small (laughs) fortune to enclose this room enclose this room and put some insulation in yeah i was actually thinking you guys might be rich with all the osb in here it's it's it's, ridiculous i mean we probably could sell it and make a lot more money (laughs) if the price of yeah exactly i almost you know thought about finding an old building and pulling osb off the walls to to, to hang it here so it's it's quite the uh quite the feat so so guys uh hey if you wondered why we had some weird intro music today and we're gonna have some weird exit music it's because we got flagged this week (laughs) for for having um some good music. Some good music. <laughs> we got flagged on YouTube and on Facebook, so we're not used to the live stuff. But, guys, thanks again for joining us live, for sharing the live videos, and for commenting. Uh, we appreciate all you guys. And everybody that's going to listen to this and watch us later on, we appreciate all of our listeners. And uh, uh, any last words, Devin? Yeah, definitely make sure you come back for the live next time. So if you <laughs> missed it, definitely come back. If you're on here, then you definitely want to see the next show again. That's yeah, right. Absolutely. Awesome. Yeah. All right, guys. All right. Let's uh, –
Peace out. We gotta wait for this video to load. Jesus, I, I know. What are you doing? That's twice. <laughs> oh, come on, man. Listen, listen. You know somebody. It, I hate to see when you get back on your fool. Or you're gonna be three times as rusty. Oh, you'll see. You'll see. <laughs> oh, I might Brandon. not race. I might not race. I might not race a series, but I'm gonna race you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, shoot. You have to come to a race then. <laughs> I, I'm gonna be at the races, but we're gonna be cut. Uh, I mean, split line. We're basically media now, right? No. Hey, I need people cheering me on. So. That's, That's right. right. <laughs> need anybody pitting? <laughs> Maybe. There we go. Okay. All right, guys. Oh, man. I love it. Peace, guys. Later. Later. Yeah.